This is the Blattcast, a sometimes fast-paced but usually meandering look at the world. Hosted by Christian Blatt, his trusty co-hosts Will Sterling, Jeff DeRay, and sometimes the lovely Zia Anderson, and less occasionally, Lindsay Floyd. So kick back, get ready for quite possibly the longest one hour to perhaps the shortest two hours and 56 minutes of your life. And now, here's Christian Blatt. Welcome to the Blackcast live and in living color for those of you who are watching the stream. For those of you listening to the audio version, uh, you apparently are going to have a, a very high quality product. Christian and I are going to sound a lot better. Yeah. Jeff is still going to sound like a, like a Wi-Fi connection, unfortunately. Nice. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm just sending it out. To yeah. The but, you know, we could send you the audio if you want to put, uh, if you want to auto tune yourself, Jeff. And, uh, you know, you want to sound like Justin Bieber. And it's up to you. Like, honestly, that would actually be, uh, that would be a fun project. <laughs> My T pain is overwhelming. <laughs> do you still, uh, do you still have DJ Tanner on uh, speed dial? Oh, uh, DJ I Tanner. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know where those files are, but maybe. Uh, okay, that's good. Well, in any case, uh, this is Blackcast uh, connecting remotely uh, from parts unknown with uh, the one and only Mr. Jeff Duray. And uh, the uh, very strange part of all this, and you know, Will and I were talking beforehand, it shouldn't be strange, but uh, Will and I are actually sitting in the same room uh, for the first time in about 15 months uh, doing the podcast anyway. And was the last time I saw you in significant in-person moment the Kiss concert in March? In, Outside in, of our in, two last yeah. little miniature Yeah, we things. had a yeah, we uh, we had a uh, it, it it was like a dead drop of a comic book exchange. Will put down a bag on the step and I'm like, "Great, thank you. Here's your bag." And then I backed away, you know, and uh uh there was also Gwyneth Paltrow's head in a box. Uh I just figured somebody needed it yeah. <laughs> at this point. <laughs> And uh, but those were yeah those were and then uh, I went over to Will's place. We sat outside and had uh, some beers, uh, some Lone Star beers. Thanks, Jeff, Jeff Winstead. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but that was yeah that was kind of it. Those two times, and you know, uh, it was a, a lot of uh, seeing each other on the podcast, although not as much as maybe some people would like. Uh, but I try not to I try not to harass you guys and make you do this too often. So, uh, you know, I always feel like it's nice to do it in person again. It is. It's fun. It's weird. Uh, Jeff, sorry, you couldn't be here. Uh, here's, here's the funny thing. Jeff's are like, you? I, I am. <laughs> yeah. Jeff, Jeff's actually like, what are you guys talking about? I moved back to Van Nuys. Why, why, why didn't you want me to come over? Yeah. I made a zoom background of my old room. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you keep your cover. The, the yeah. people think you're like, sorry, I'm three hours I ahead. Yeah. I can't, I uh, can't do it. It's too well, late. Well, uh, I, I think that, uh, this, broadcast i would say is brought to you by science which is how will and i are comfortable sitting in the same room and uh you know it was one of those things i mentioned to uh my wife heather that uh, will was coming over and this is how you have to say everything now it's like don't worry he's had his shots you know it's like you you used to have to you know tell somebody not to worry about their dog you know it's like don't worry we've had his shots uh we've also had will fixed so uh, I think that that's really going to be good for the furniture. Everyone knows I shouldn't have kids. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so and uh, Will's, uh, you're what, a few weeks removed now from your second shot. You, yesterday was three weeks. Yeah. And uh, so real safe. I, I'm, uh, I'm almost two months removed now from my second shot because I got a secret stash and I just self-administered because, you know, why not? Now, I actually opted for not the Moderna, the Pfizer. I got the radioactive spider. Oh, good. Injection. Yeah. 
Yeah, I so did. So I'm the, hoping in the next couple of weeks the powers start to come. I out. did the Pfizer too, and I was very disappointed because I thought that that was the Super Soldier serum, uh, only to find out that uh, I will not be a flag smasher. But uh, Jeff, I think you got the Moderna, right? Yes, okay. I'm a Ma- Moderna man. Did that? Did you get <laughs> sick from that? I hear that was the one with like the rough side effects. I mean, I did not feel good, but I also think like I don't take care of myself, so <laughs> so so there's a really, shotgun beers like right there, afterward. Not, like, I woke up a bunch of days. I'll put it this way: I woke up a bunch of days before my shot, also feeling like shit. Yeah. So there's there's a chance that you would have uh, had chills and been feverish the same three days, whether you'd gotten a shot or not. I guess that's true. I haven't had a fever in a while, and I was like in a long time, like years. And so I was really like, why am I so fucking cold? It's 90 degrees. Like, what is happening? (laughs) I was like, let me put on a bunch of those winter clothes I haven't put away yet. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You got to bundle up in (laughs) in the heat. Uh, Yeah. So uh, we're 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 all uh, vaxxed. And uh, I think everybody knows we're waxed. So I don't think I was going to say, don't forget. Come on. Don't forget. It's 2021. What's that? It's like. I said just our buttholes, like the landing strip. Yeah. Like you keep the hair in the crack, <laughs> and then you shave the cheeks so that they know I, where to put it. I I have a uh, I have a Vinnie Vincent uh, Ankh Warrior uh, shaved uh, actually in my lower back uh, because uh, mm-hmm. you know I just think that uh, it's the way to uh, pay tribute to the man I just himself. Think we need to normalize tramp stamps on men, right? <laughs> like I think that kind of judgment needs to go out the window. Yeah, I, I, you know, I wonder is uh, the term tramp stamp something that uh, we're not going to be allowed to call those oh, anymore? Oh yeah, you're going to get in trouble. That, that sounds problematic, yeah. and uh, that there's a lot to unpack there. I got a baby Yoda on my on my tramp stamp section. Well, I've a got Grogu, but I've that's also a, what I call I, my butthole. I've got a bootleg uh, baby Yoda Dunkin' Donuts cup right here <laughs> that uh, he's enjoying. Yep. Which I've, I've I'm sh- going to have to report you guys to Q, but like Space <laughs> Q, because you guys are space pedophiles. Isn't Space Q um, the L. Ron Hubbard Scientology god? Uh, no, no. no, that's Zenu. Zenu. Where Ron came from. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> Well, Ron is Space Q. He's he's inside man for the Empire, and he's letting us know that actually Sidious was getting rid of all the space pedophiles. That's right. <laughs> he's the only one working for us who cares about these things. It's the just children yeah. doing it for the young ones. Oh. Well, it's uh, summertime is almost upon us. It's uh, for the the video viewers. We're uh, on the verge of Memorial Day weekend, and uh, I I'll think be hanging out at Christian's pool uninvited yeah. every day. You, you just lift the latch. I just have to you walk actually, in. Yeah, you just have to. Yeah. you reach over. You, you give it a reach around, and you lift the latch. <laughs> yep. And uh, yeah, people do. <laughs> there are definitely people that use that pool that I'm like, ah, I don't know who that is. <laughs> but uh, you know, summer's almost upon us, and I think that this is the this is the stretch that we're in where everybody's. Determined determined to make this as normal as possible uh here in california june 15th is uh basically june 15th 2021 uh we're gonna blink and it'll be june 15th 2019 i think uh everything's open dodger stadium's full capacity uh there's gonna be uh, indoor concerts at uh places like the forum uh before you know it and uh you know outside dining what are you poor you know i mean it's uh it's all coming uh, coming to fruition but uh, I thought that uh, we could have our pre-summer blowout of uh, 
just some of the movies that we haven't gotten a chance to talk to. I didn't uh, the last time the three of us were together. I kind of didn't want to. I didn't want to make Zach Amico talk about truly uh, problematic and and bad movies uh, like Godzilla versus Kong and Mortal Kombat. And I thought it was better to talk about Frankenhooker. And Jeff, I can't remember the name of that one where the 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 woman like <laughs> falls in love with a dog. Uh, but uh, yeah, I can't. I don't know. He he told us about some of like just yeah, like there's crazy there's was crazy it? movies, and then you're like the Eric Roberts one with the talking cat. That, that's a different one. Okay, this is this is a different one, and it was like this lady like tricked like a priester, uh, uh, sorry, a, a preacher or pastor. I was trying to figure out which one to say. She tr- like tricked a pastor into financing her movie because oh. she thought it was about falling in love with Jesus. That's right. That's yeah. right. Now I remember. Yeah. 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 Some. Yeah. I don't think that was like available around, so I don't know <laughs> how we would find it. Yeah, uh, that's true. Yeah, Zach, Zach seems to be able to find those things, but that was a. Uh, that was a fun chat that was two episodes ago if you uh want to uh look for that uh but uh the uh the movie i want to start with is uh you guys haven't seen it because you couldn't have because you're not uh. a, a, a media superstar like me uh but i was under embargo for yet. a week yeah yet the will taraj is coming i quit my coming. job for the will taraj yeah i know that's true so it's you're already uh, wearing track suits <laughs> Yeah, he's. Hey, what's he, up? What are you guys doing? He's, Sorry, I'm late. I'm always late everywhere. I'm always out of breath, and I'm always like too cool for everything yeah. that people are talking about. So what are we talking about? Cool, he, cool, 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 cool. He, I like it. I like it. I like he's it. gonna spend the afternoon picking up envelopes yeah, for yeah. Tony Soprano. Catch me up on that later. Catch me up on that later. <laughs> we'll get lunch. <laughs> uh, but uh, the, so the movie I want to talk a little bit about is uh, it, it's uh, it's going to be in theaters, and it's also going to be on Disney Plus Premier Access Disney for th- thirty dollars. Yeah, Dis- Disney Plus. Yeah. Uh, and that movie is called Cruella. And uh, if there was ever a movie that needed to be kept under embargo, oh. uh, it is that. And uh, I think there are so, there's there's so many problems with it. And it's one of those ones where you're like, oh, man, like Emma Stone seems like she's having so much fun. Yeah. And that's when you know it's a bad movie. It's like, oh, they had fun. <laughs> they had fun making that movie. Movies are never supposed to be fun. Does that make it in time? I mean, I don't know if I will see it just because that the characters don't interest me that much. Yeah, but they shouldn't. It's yeah. like when I saw Snow White and the Huntsman in the theater many, many years ago. And yeah. I remember being like, I don't think this is very good. But Charlize Theron is having a fucking great time. It's <laughs> a great point. And yeah. she is the only thing about this that I really love because she's just like going nuts and wearing yeah. the coolest dresses in the world. And I was like, honestly, if someone was like, hey, do you want this money just to do whatever you want? I'd be like, yes, I will. Yes, I, I will play Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> that, would be, that would be a sweet role, though. So Not it, now, 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 it, no, we killed the zombies. <laughs> it's uh, it's less a movie than a collection of music videos uh, where the music is so loud to hide the narrative because it's not there. Mm. So it's just to distract you. There are so many sequences of her entering a room and like walking like down an aisle and it's like this is not a, it's not a fashion show it's just like she treats everything as it is and it's just it's like if you look at the uh the the music that they licensed for the film it's like queen and uh ELO uh, it, there's they have two rolling stone songs in there and uh, it's just like the amount of money that they spent on music to to hide what a shitty movie it is. Uh, I, I'm impressed by that. But uh, any yeah. Beatles songs? No, that would been great. No, you know uh, they have like a cover of "Come Together," but okay. it's not the one from Justice League. Should be. Yeah, it should be. That's starting a sex scene. 
Uh, it should be, but it is PG thirteen. Yeah. I hope they really push the limits but of that PG thirteen. It's not a hard PG thirteen. Damn it! It's a soft PG thirteen. Okay. You know? Okay. It's uh, yeah, uh, uh, you know, but uh, and it's just uh, oh, and you know, it, it's the everything is bad about it. There's like some of the side characters are kind of funny, but you're just like the fuck is this and i could have gone to an actual in-person press screening for it but then i i didn't no one could have a plus one mm. and then i'm like well I, you know if i can't make my wife suffer through this movie why would i watch it would you have at least gotten free free snacks i don't know See, i think during covid probably not yeah i think that it's like you can have popcorn but you gotta pay for it yeah because that's like you're you're entering into the liability for it so um but i thought that uh it was you know it's just like First of all, the movie is two hours and fourteen minutes. Do you? So that's my, long for my, a Cruella my, origin my, story. Yeah, my my joke was, what is this? Zack Snyder's Cruella Deville? <laughs> is you know, <laughs> no, because that would be three hours. <laughs> it's a great point. Oh. It would be. Also, here's the only way I'm watching Cruella. If at the end John Wick comes in and just like fucking pistol whips her for planning on murdering hundreds of dogs. Yeah, Casey. Like Casey brings that up a lot. She's like, so I thought that the. The ultimate point of this character in the end was that she wants to murder hundreds of dogs to make coats out of them. Yeah. Why are we like giving her a story for Celebrate her, to, like... her queen? <laughs> yeah. So they uh, they soft sell that. There's a sequence where you think that she has uh, uh, made a coat out of Dalmatians, but then is revealed that those Dalmatians are still alive. And uh, yeah, you do. It, so this is this is like her origin story. It's like a prequel. So, so she this, just goes fucking nuts at the end. Uh, she has to in order to does, become Cruella yeah, who she, wants to kill so a bunch she of gives, dogs. What? She gives the dogs to the characters from the original movie. Like they, the dogs I was actually are... in the writer's room at Disney for Cruella 2. What they pitched was after the success of the sequel to Wonder Woman, they'll just have Cruella get broken up with by a man. And then she's so devastated she wants to murder dogs and be a terrible person. The reverse <laughs> Steve Trevor. Murdering men in your life is what makes you bad yeah. as a woman. Yes, and our, our, by the way, our friend Lynn B points out that uh, two hours and fourteen minutes is too long. Too long. Uh, that those are two words put together that none of the three of us have ever heard. But uh, thank you, Lynn. We appreciate you <laughs> saying that. And you know, there's nothing that just feels worse than making a, a dirty penis joke in front of Lynn B. Oh, don't do it, Christian. Uh, it's too late. It's done. It's already happened. Uh, but I do have the bell. So uh, finally, uh, if I if we do it in my house, it's it makes back. it very difficult to forget it. Except I did forget it. But it when was right over there. To yeah. the basement. Yeah, it was just right over there. I know. Well, a lot you of time. You forgot to use it last time. I, I did. I forgot to use it. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, I just it's one of those like, you know, well, we a lot of times we talk about the movies uh, and your guy in the room. Yeah, it's important. Th- there's so many things that like that guy would have eventually been like, you know what? Just fuck it. We're, we're like, done. There's too like he many- would have said I'm shutting this down or he would have left. No, he just would have. He just he, he he just would have like had edibles and like sat there and stared at his head. I have done that. I feel like. In, yeah. in rooms full of people. Yeah. And Farad Muhammad, another great friend, appreciates the, uh, bell. the bell. So, I mean, we all do. Yeah. We all love that bell. It is a soothing sound. Ah, the bell. Hmm. But, um, yeah, I, I, I didn't feel like I had to worry about um, spoiling that movie for you guys, especially since I was going to talk about how terrible it was. <laughs> what was the other one that you asked both me and Jeff if we were going to see? Saw. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff said zero. What, what percent? <laughs> what are the odds? What you- yeah, Jeff said zero percent. Yeah. <laughs> But if that were uh, spiral, if, if right that now. were like day and date on HBO Max and you could watch it at your house, would you watch it? Probably not. Oh yeah, I mean, I'd put that on in the background. Yeah, I'm just zero percent chance I'm paying to go to a 
theater yeah. to risk my health to I, see that piece of shit. I, like, like, I, I still can't wrap my head around like Chris Rock as this hard-boiled detective and Samuel L. Jackson in a Saw movie. Not that there were never like, I guess Carrie Elwes was the only like kind of name in the whole franchise the whole up franchise, until this yeah. point. Yeah. But so the fact that they got these two huge names to kind of like reboot this franchise again, they tried it a couple of years ago and it didn't work. I was just like, why these guys? It yeah. just seemed like a very interesting. I mean, well, maybe they both wanted I to do it. But... You. Go ahead. Chris Rock, because um, name another recent Chris Rock film and Samuel L. Jackson, because he wants another chance after the bone collector to redeem <laughs> himself. You didn't like the bone collector? No, I actually enjoyed it, but it's one of those movies that I enjoyed as a kid. So I'm sure if I go back and watch it, I'll be like, "Oh, I'm so dumb." Isn't that I a James so James Patterson thing? Like in the same universe as Along Came a Spider and all that stuff? Yeah, I, 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 so. I, I think it, it is very yeah. much like it would be. Yeah, I remember I sat in on an interview with him, and he basically was like, "Yeah, I don't write my books. I just write like he's a loose outline. He definitely doesn't. He definitely doesn't write his books. You know, it's like." <laughs> When somebody, yeah, when all of a sudden it's like James Patterson with someone you've never heard of, you're like, okay, so that's who really wrote it, you know? It's mm -hmm. uh, did they do an Alex Cross television show? Uh, I think there was a streaming uh, Alex Cross television show. Uh, there was also like the, the last movie. time that they tried to do Alex Cross, uh, Tyler Perry was that's Alex right. Cross. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he was very cross. I can one of my favorite jokes uh, with some friends in college was the different scenarios that Alex Cross had to be in so you could warrant like calling the books different fun titles. So yeah. like Alex Cross has to go back to investigate a series of murders as a kindergarten. He's sitting crisscross applesauce. <laughs> Alex Cross has to get in a time machine and go back and investigate who really killed Christ. It's sins of the cross. Yeah. So just find fun, stupid ways. Alex so Cross is going to make you jump, jump. How about that? There you go. You know, so you don't have to go too far back in the time machine. Uh, just imagine if Jesus wore his robes backwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm really intrigued by that movie, the Chris Rock Saw movie. But it's also not going to be my first movie in the in the theaters. So it's like, and I'm like, I don't want to drive all the way out to Pomona to see that at the drive-in. Yeah. You no. Know? It's like this like first movie back. It's like I've I've decided that I was talking to Will before and it's like it'll be Black Widow because they filmed some of it in IMAX. So it's like I can't benefit from that if I see it at the drive in. There's like it's like you've convinced me. You've you've like won me over. Um uh, especially because I, yeah, I expect to get invited to the press screening, you know, hey. whatever. It's just, like literally just Disney. <laughs> they're the only ones. They're the only ones that I continue to trick. Oh, you better think. like this movie. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna I, take I, you outside. No, Mickey, I didn't. We're gonna fuck you no, up. This was this was really bad. This Cruella Deville movie, and it's coming out the same weekend as A Quiet Place too. Uh, so well, they, oh. they probably looked through your Instagram and saw that you took a bunch of pictures with a special needs kid, and were like, "Oh, this guy's a big guy. We should yeah. some more." Movies. What? <laughs> That went over my head. Well, I think uh, Jeff is trying to say that he's a special needs guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's you. It's Jeff. a video yeah. only joke. To I see. Okay, encourage people to watch the video. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I I look forward. To, oh, so then the crazy thing about this Cruella movie is that you know it was under embargo. So when people were posting about it, the people who were posting it were like, I can't say anything, but it's amazing. And I'm like, no, and like. The yesterday on Twitter when the when you're allowed to start talking about it, uh, 
my pal Roxy Stryer, who used to be on uh, on this show sometimes, <laughs> but uh, she posted about like she's like, yeah, I don't understand what everybody's saying about it, you know, because it's really not good. Like the soundtrack's good, but that's like not gonna make uh, the movie. Excuse good. me, Roxy, don't yuck my yum. <laughs> she has said that, <laughs> uh, but uh, I can't remember the last time I heard somebody say that. Uh, so uh, no, it was her. Yeah. That was her to that, me. That was oh. well, that was her to you. Was that after uh, Captain Marvel? Mm-hmm. Don't yeah. yuck my yum. I wasn't even being mean. I was just like, yeah. I mean, I don't think it was great. She's was like, fine. God damn it! Yeah, <laughs> I know that it was. And uh, you know, it's not like it was. It's not like you walked out of uh, you know Citizen Kane and you were like, meh. The so sled was. The what? sled was okay, but I don't know about the the rest of it. Well, how was it on the fine scale, sub fine? Uh, for for Jeff, I I thought it was fine. Uh, Cruella. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, so if if fine existed, yeah, and it collapsed in and of itself and created a wormhole and sucked all of reality into it. <laughs> It's that I feel level like of it fine. can't be that bad that it's this like suck into a wormhole kind of movie. It's it it, it, it like as a movie, if you were to create a, you know what it would have been good for Quibi. If Quibi oh. were still around and it was like a forty-four chapter <laughs> series of Cruella shorts, and it's like oh, but look at how she walked into that room and they got what? the Rolling Stones song. They did, yeah. yeah. So you know it's a Stone Cold Crazy by Queen. I mean that's a cool song. Wow. Even Metallica covered it. So you're like oh, that's a pretty good one. Yeah. Uh, so no, it's uh, you know yeah. I think that uh, you know from a technical standpoint, is it a better movie than Frankenhooker? No. But, what is? Uh, but would I watch it again? Yes. I, I know Jeff has. Uh, you watch his... Cruella again? No, Jeff. Uh, well, I wouldn't. Jeff I'm missing. W- Jeff wouldn't watch Cru- uh, uh, Frankenhooker again. I see. I see. Uh, he's 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 done that now. So. Um, I, I paid that price. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, earlier earlier this week uh, when Jeff. I checked in on Jeff to see how he was feeling because I knew he had his shot on Monday. You know what? I would watch it, but I'd only watch it for like a riff track. Yeah, some well, that would be cool. fine. But uh, I, I, you know, you said you weren't feeling well, and then I, I gave you an option of uh, three things, which oh, yeah. one you wanted to do. And uh, I actually forget what the first one was now. I remember the mean one, but uh, I, I... The first one was just to continue feeling the way I felt yeah, right, at the moment. Yeah, and then the, the middle one was to uh, re-watch Frank, re-watch Frank, and, Frank and Hooker and record a commentary in real time. And then the yeah. third one was spend 15 minutes with someone we used to work with. And you, you said you were good just feeling sick. Here's, I mean, I could watch a Frankenhooker if like somebody wanted to pay for an ASMR of just me sighing a bunch. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> okay, sure. She's putting on the dress. She's putting on the dress. They're listening to the Rolling Stones. The Rolling Stones is playing again. It's um, it's another Rolling Stones song. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I know. I know. It's like uh, most people haven't seen it yet. But I'm 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 making it my business to tell people not to see it. It's, uh, it's wow. That's a commitment. I just you I, hate it that much. I, it's two hours and fourteen minutes. Yeah, don't I tell Disney they won't invite you to another screen. They won't send you more stuff. Yeah, that's true. I'm yeah. gonna warn you against uh, speaking negatively of a female-led film Ooh, in our current climate. That's a great point. No, people will not appreciate your take on this. It's not for you. So if you don't like it, just shut your fucking mouth she and is say a, to go see it again. She's a dog murderer, though. That's I mean, what I mean. You know, it's like, uh, <laughs> I'm like, why is this person getting their own movie? 
do yeah. people people like that kind of crazy person that much that they're like i want you know what i want to see more of the lady who wants to murder a bunch of dogs that's the story i want to see from disney and disney was like okay you know what here you go and she's apparently normal <laughs> i'm sorry i just saw one of the tabs on will's computer wally west versus hitler, <laughs> hitler yeah well wally took over the, the main flashbook again it's a reddit thread yeah i'm like hey fuck you guys how dare you say hitler would kill wally west the pros and cons (laughs) of uh of like well you know uh wally west uh didn't have a a a mustache but it's uh, actually it's a it's a reddit thread of a bunch of goth kids talking about how punk it was of hitler to take uh cyanide to kill himself or whatever it was yeah like that's way cooler than a bullet and how wally west is a bitch for getting like lost in time or whatever dumb <laughs> shit he well that's why he's up against hitler because he is lost in time and he's in the body of jay garrick it's just it's fine is that what's happening right now it's the issue that came out like last week and i'd have to get it i left the tab open to remind myself to go buy it because i gotta yeah. add to the collection of i own every book that's ever really had wally in it not every book that's ever had him in it but all the main but, uh, runs of the flash and 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 you no longer have do you have you given up on having a pull entirely? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's just that book once a month. Okay, because Barry's doing something else, and so now he's the main Flash again. So you don't need to yes. worry. You don't yes. need to worry about Barry. He's at somewhere else. Am- he's still in the story, but you yeah. Know, yeah. I wish that we had the time traveling like powers they had in Avengers, so we could go to the future timeline where trump won again no. and then people are imagining going back in time to punch him as a baby <laughs> <laughs> i read an article today in the washington post a friend sent me that was um 43 of americans like who read the new york times magazine or whatever in a poll answered that if they could go back in time they would kill hitler as a baby it's like 43 percent. and somebody was like so instead of that what happens if we go back and we raise hitler right <laughs> And it was just tracking 18 years of trying to raise baby Hitler to make him uh, a nice kid. What if you just heard? What it tells you is that 53% of people are anti Semites because Hitler was half Jewish. (laughs) Well, wouldn't you you just have to go and say, like, you know what? That is a really nice painting. Good job, Adolf. Like, that's all you had. You just had to date him. You know? know? uh, Fidel Castro wanted to be a a baseball pitcher. The shit out of him and his mom? How about that? That seems like a good start. Or is it just that people are lazy and it's just that they feel like it's simpler mm-hmm. to go back in time and just kill them? I think that's true. I think yeah. that's the reason. Okay. Well, I think that people feel like it's unavoidable that no matter what happens, he will become Hitler as you know him. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't think he's he's going to become like a phys ed teacher. You know, I think that you know, uh, you, he could have been. Get a, <laughs> put a basketball in those hands. It's true. Get him involved. It's because. Nobody's been allowed to write the anti-hero Hitler film. <laughs> That's, That's the next Disney spinoff. Yeah. Young Hitler. <laughs> hey, you know, before he becomes a crazy fucking maniac and exterminates yeah. a bunch of human beings, here's him going to balls and wearing fine suits and walking around to Rolling Stone songs. I think that they would just take uh, scripts from Young Rock and then just adapt them. to make <laughs> Or it Young there. Sheldon. Or Young Sheldon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Young Hitler, yeah, coming this fall to ABC. 
Hitler looking like that uh, picture of rock with a fanny pack. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some of my friends say that I'm not supposed to play sports because I'm small and diminutive. Yeah. But, you know, well, they it, say white man can't jump. If you could watch it, this. If you could have Taika Waititi play him, I think you're actually putting together a great show. You could probably yeah. do that, yeah. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, meme Lord Hitler. Yeah, I think <laughs> in the alternate timeline, yeah. that would be great. Uh, so He's a good guy, though, obviously. I, I knew that we were going to talk about uh, killing baby Hitler because we always do. Uh, <laughs> but uh, what, I, what, I, what I've wanted to talk to you guys about for kind of a while is uh the godzilla versus king kong movie and uh it's it's like it's older now like it's it's off yeah, hbo max it, now it's off <laughs> yeah because it was only there for like 30 days and then oh. and then mortal kombat was the movie and i think right. that's off now i so i think that we're like two free the in the heights is the next one okay uh, i haven't watched the angelina jolie one that's on right now the fire one Oh, yeah, I I watched the uh, the Jared Leto ser- serial killer one. I watched and, that too, and that, that one was okay. It yeah. was okay, but it like you know when you when you find out that it's a script that somebody wrote thirty years ago, and that's why it's set in like nineteen ninety. You're like, yeah. oh yeah, it really feels like a nineteen ninety movie, you know? So like, sure. I, what's crazy? Been, is, that would have been fire in nineteen ninety. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, Denzel still could have made that movie yeah. in nineteen ninety. Yeah, Jared Leto could not, but uh, you know, it lives. Never say never. That's true. But uh, yeah, and uh, so it's just like sort of the track record, you know, it was, there was that thing where, you know, Warner Brothers was giving all of their movies away on HBO Max and you're like, that's the craziest thing I've ever heard. And then every single one of these movies that I've seen, I'm like, yeah, I would give that away. They starting with Wonder Woman 1984. Like all of them, I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, I would, I would give that away. That's fine. They, that's they were just sitting on like a bank of shit movies and they were like, we have two options, reshoots, yeah. Or this is really yeah. 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 I don't know what we're doing. Subscribers. Yeah. And uh, you know, the you have the the dual release for Cruella as well. They're not giving it away. On you gotta it. pay like thirty dollars. You gotta pay thirty dollars like, yeah. like you did for Mulan, you know. The yeah. one that, that I would say has actually I would argue has released good movies so far, and I'm looking forward to their next one is Disney Plus with their Pixar films because I liked Soul a lot. Soul was good, but really interesting. Yeah, Soul they actually gave away like that was free on Disney Plus. It was. Yeah, yeah. Luca is coming out for free too. Yeah, in summer. It's It's another uh, Pixar. It's in a few weeks, I think. I think it's actually before Mm -hmm. Black Widow that it uh, comes out, but. We've talked about uh, Godzilla movies and and such on here. I'm not a huge fan, and the uh, the Aaron Taylor Johnson uh, being married to his sister Scarlet Witch uh, one was the last one that we talked about. Um, I and and uh, we never talked about King of the Monsters. I didn't see it. I still haven't seen it. Jeff and I saw that in the theater together. And I guess you guys knew how I felt. We asked you if you wanted to go, and you said no. Probably. (laughs) That was probably at a point where it's like for me to get out. It was like you know, it was like that can't be my my hall pass for like my hall pass being like outside of the house at all. Sure, you know, not not what people usually mean by a hall pass. Yeah, the little piece of paper you get when you're walking in the hallway. Yeah, yeah, that's not what I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think that uh, all right. So you guys did invite me, and I said no. So yeah. that was that sounds like me. Yeah. But um, and uh, I was just like, well, it's it's kind of like, you know, Batman vs Superman. They fight for eight minutes, and you're like, I think that's a much better movie than this. But it's like, oh yeah, I I what I wanted. Thank more you for saying that, by the way. It is a much better movie than you know. Talk to acknowledge that it not, could be better than it is, anything. It is not hard to say that. <laughs> it's better than it's better, better than Cruella for sure. Wow. 
Yeah. Uh, all the movies that I just listed off, Batman vs. Superman is better than Wonder Woman 1984. I don't know about the Jared Leto serial killer. That might be a push. It might be a tie. <laughs> but uh, The movie Push? Yeah, the movie Push. So, uh, but uh, how dare you insult Dakota Fanning like that? I I just felt <laughs> Chris like, Evans is in that. Like the the people associated with King Kong didn't annoy me so much, but uh, the Godzilla related people, like the guy who has the podcast. Oh yeah, I'm just like th- this is 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 like such a flimsy idea that doesn't hold up at all. That he could and, topple this huge company yeah, with like his podcast with his podcast that like I'm like who's well, the- what do you fucking think QAnon is? How did it, that happen? Some it, idiot just like posting like yeah, guess what? People are raping kids in Hollywood and they're drinking their blood. And sure. everyone's like yeah, he's right. Yeah, but at the same time, it was just like he didn't seem like uh, he would uh, he would be the guy to do it, you know. Uh, and then like they had like eleven like dressed in a way where like I'm like well she's dressed like sexy and I'm like that's making me uncomfortable. She was. I mean, compared to how she they have her, you know, she wears like a burlap sack on on Stranger Things. <laughs> so you know, because you know, so like I I was it was just like yeah they gave her like a makeover and I'm like well it's just this just well she's like sixteen or seventeen now right I think she might even actually be eighteen now I don't know whatever she is the point is. Uh, I, you know, and it was just like, also she was super annoying and her friend was even more annoying than her. And like Kyle Chandler, why are you in this movie? Oh, I love her friend, the kid from Hunt for the Wilder People. Uh, okay. So it's a random New Zealand kid, but he's also the kid who does the fire shit. Oh in, yeah. Uh, Deadpool too. Deadpool too. The, the, any enjoyment that I had of it was only when Godzilla was versus King Kong. And then like Mecha Godzilla was kind of cool, except for like the, like the actual like story explanation of him was stupid. But like seeing him on screen, I was just like, man, if they had just fought, you know, for like the movie, you know, that would have been that would have been perfect. But uh, tell tell me what uh, last Jeff first, since uh, he's in a room by himself. You know, I want to give Jeff someone to talk to. No, but uh, what did you think of it, Jeff? It was fine. It was definitely like you said, like all those movies that have come out. There's nothing that I'm like, ah, I can't believe they gave this away. So I watched it. I enjoyed it. I feel like some of the other ones I've enjoyed more, although it could just be that I got to see them in their intended spectacle on like, you know, an IMAX screen with a theater experience versus watching it at home. But even so, I'd just say like the storylines, they just keep trying to jam these stupid human storylines into these movies that no one gives a shit about. Like the only times the, they, they, kind of did storylines in the old Godzilla movies where people being like, Oh, don't fucking step on us. Like, we'll just cut on that a couple times. And that's good. That's we'll not true. That. <laughs> I've seen on. all 37 iterations of Godzilla movies that exist, including Rodan and the monster spinoffs. And they really genuinely try to make the humans have, it's like become the running joke that the human storyline is always like something that people are trying and it always sucks. Where the one time that I feel like they really fucking super tried to make it work was the Gareth Edwards one with Aaron Taylor Johnson and yeah. Elizabeth Olsen. And when you finally had a Godzilla movie where they put all of their efforts into the human story, everyone was like, boo, boo, the fucking humans boring. Show yeah, the giant lizard. What did those humans give us? Let them fight. That's true. So we did get that at least. Yeah. Uh, and uh, what were the humans uh, up to in Godzilla versus the smog monster? 
uh, you know, was there was it, there story development? Someone's that I always missed? got kids. Someone's always a scientist. Yeah, someone's always, you know what I mean? Like it's always the same fucking story every uh, time. And the the kid usually the usually the kid's name is, is like Kenny because it like the way that it translates yeah, it's just like well, his name's not going to be like Yoshido. And he dies every time. Yeah. And, and Godzilla's always like they no. kill. Oh my God, Godzilla killed Kenny. I mean, they had the couple characters that they killed off in the one that you didn't see, Christian. And I think those deaths were probably the best ones in the series so Ken far. Wa- yeah. Ken Watanabe dies. Oh, so that's why Sacrifices he himself so, to bring Godzilla back to life. Yeah. So, so that's why he didn't let them fight in yeah. this one. I was wondering yeah. where he was. Yeah. Well, he, he did because the only reason Godzilla is there to fight is because of him. So yeah. And Sally. Eternally let them fight. Sally Hawkins died too. Spoilers! You're never gonna see it. I mean, I I might have watched it. I I I, re- I was running out of time because I knew it was only gonna be on HBO Max I for think thirty it's on days. HBO yeah, now. I was I was gonna watch that first, and then I realized I'm like, oh, wait, I, I I don't have like two days worth of time to watch movies, so uh, I just watched. Um, and I think I watched Godzilla versus King Kong over like two nights because at a certain point I was just like, ah, I can pick it up tomorrow. Um, so yeah, uh, uh, Raging Rhino Pod uh, chimes in with uh, ten minutes of monsters you want to see. Uh, I didn't keep track of the ratio, but that's about right. All right, so Will, where where did this one rank for you? What did you uh, like about it, and and where is it on the fine scale of the new ones? Being a huge Godzilla fan, and I like King Kong too, but obviously, like I went through all those movies while we were working for Dennis actually, because the new Godzilla was coming out. And I was right, like, let sure. me just go through all these old Godzilla movies. And uh, of the new ones, probably my least favorite. That includes Skull Island, the Kong Skull Island, obviously, because yeah. that's the pre- the prequel kind of one. Um, because I I liked the Gareth Edward ones. I liked kind of like oh like just how the scale of what Godzilla felt and looked like, and you were just like Jesus Christ, this would be the scariest shit in the world when people are like parachuting past his giant body. And uh, King of the Monsters was cool because we got to see some of the characters that I like. Like, I love Mothra and Rodan, and you got King Ghidorah and all those, like, fun universe characters that, you know, you've seen a million times in the Japanese movies. And then this one, like, even even King of the Monsters was still kind of a little bit like, yeah, this is sort of the, the next step of how crazy this world is. Then this one was like, hey, so there's a theory that the Earth is hollow, and only this guy from True Blood, and his dead brother have the evidence. It's like the same. It's like the same archetype character type as the podcast guy, except yeah. the opposite, like for King Kong or whatever. And they're like, well, as it turns out, this really rich guy built a spaceship that drives into the middle of the hollow earth where there's also somehow a sun and sky. And when you go there, like it was just it got to like it was so fucking preposterous yeah. that I was like we set up Kong on an island that's like off the grid he's another titan you set up Kong in a decently realistic way even with Mothra even with King Ghidorah who's an alien and then like all you have to do is let them fight yeah. and what you do is you're like no 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 because everyone knows that Godzilla will kick King Kong's ass I love King Kong and I didn't want to see him fight because he's a sweet little mammal and he looks like an adorable little person but like Everyone knows Godzilla would fucking wipe the floor with King Kong, and he did. You know, I'm glad that they actually were like showed like who would really win, and God, it was Godzilla. But they like had to justify like Kong had to go to the center of the Hollow Earth to find like an axe that gets supercharged by God. Like the dude who was writing this is is like I don't the, think that Kong always had an axe to grind. 
<laughs> it's just like the script. I was just like, what the fuck happened? Like, it was like they didn't have a script until like a week before they shot it. And they were like, we got to come up with something, you guys. And they're like, I don't know. Um, this did scream on set rewrites. Yeah. You know, uh, and, and a lot of stakes from the last movie. Yeah. Sorry. It just it totally. lowered the stakes. Everything that Will's saying to me is like it just lowered the stakes in all ways, and you're kind of like, oh, you took, you made them be less monsters. So like last time we had like five, six monsters, and now we have three. Okay, right. Like you just I thought we were going to see a couple more one way or another, and I thought that we were going to, but it, it's the way that they even released the movie and then described it was like. All right, this is we're gonna see if we're gonna make any more of these, you guys. Like, let us know. Is this should we keep doing it? So it's like they didn't even try to put too much into it because they were like, we'll see. We're not yeah. gonna like waste your time making an after credit scene. <laughs> they like tried, I think, really hard with Godzilla, Skull Island, King of the Monsters, and then this one, this Godzilla versus Kong, truly was just like one of the old Japanese movies where they're like, I don't fucking know. They go to the fucking, they go to this Hollow Earth, and then the they fight, and then there's a Mecha Godzilla, which was a complete waste, by the way, and the design looked very silly. Mecha Godzilla is like such a cool thing. It's fine that he was the bad guy, but like, I didn't want them to fight. All I wanted to do is team up, and they finally teamed up, and then they beat him in like two minutes. It was really fast, yeah. And then it's over, and. That guy who was like plugged in or whatever was like, oh, my brain melted. And the rich guy dies. And his daughter was like, everyone well, was so stock villain where like she was like, I don't think you know what my father has built, do you? Like, yeah, you better be impressed. And I was like, who fucking wrote this dialogue? Yeah, th- those were actually the, to me, the like the worst characters in there. But the daughter I thought was actually, you know, incredibly hot. So then when she died, I'm like, that's like one less thing to be able to look at now. Sorry. Yeah. You didn't think King Kong, Godzilla are attractive? I mean, they're in, in their, their way. Yeah, in their own way, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that normally you have aliens bring Mechagodzilla in, and I think not doing that was a mistake because, to me, the annoying like science fiction of it all, which I feel like they've been fairly good about previously, is like, oh, so you have vibranium? Because what fucking metal all of a sudden do you have that's so hard that Godzilla, who just fucks everything up? isn't just going to tear in half the second he gets over to it. Like Godzilla pound for pound is just ripping through buildings. So what did they build their Mecha Godzilla out of that? He can't just rip apart all of a sudden. It just, that was to me like one of the things where it was like, I wish it was aliens. Cause then if it's aliens, you at least can plausibly be like, well, they have technology and things like elements that they, he might interact with differently yeah and they set up the aliens in king of the monsters because king Ghidorah is a fucking alien they're like oh he's not a titan mm-hmm. he came from another planet and then at the end of that movie they find his severed head and you're like oh fuck because there was a mecha Ghidorah at some point in the past and so mm-hmm. i was like okay this is going to be some mecha of, of some kind and then they were like no just just a rich guy but he does have <laughs> technology to take spaceships yeah, to the center of the earth he sure does where yeah. there's pterodactyls and a sun <clears throat> how is there a sun in the middle of the earth It'd be dark. I, I, I mean, it should be. What? Yeah. <laughs> it's the dumbest shit I've ever seen. Fall. There's a waterfall. So, There's like Scott. I was just like, it's something where I was like, this is not possible. No one sat down and was like, hey, I, if we went to the center of the earth, it'd be magma and darkness. And you're telling me that there's a whole land before time kind of shit? Ridiculous. Oh my god! If the land, if they went down there and then the land before time was there, I'd be like, yeah, that would be awesome. Petri. This yeah. is exactly why Tarzan had a stutter because of people like you judging him <laughs> without looking at the evidence. 
I uh, I did like the the kid who didn't talk who like had like a rapport with King Kong. I'm like, all right, I could see that. Uh, was that in the previous movie? No. Okay. Uh, and I was like, all right, I, I I didn't hate that. And I guess like the the mom character was it was all right. Yeah. But it's all like shades of like differing levels of annoying. Like they were the least annoying, you know. Yeah. But, uh, also, I think this I'll, kid. The the podcast guy was definitely the most annoying, and then the rich guy. Yeah, and Eleven's right there in the middle. I know, and she had been in. That's such a bummer. Um, this kid has spent all this time with King Kong in his jungle sanctuary, and they're monitoring him twenty four seven. Sure. And then they find out later that he can sign language, and they're like, "He can sign language." I'm like, I'm pretty sure you would have fucking seen him do that because he learned how to do it with the kid. Yeah. Yeah, but you don't. You, what the kid comes in and turns off the camera. Yeah. You know. So that I don't usually like get down on movies this much, but like I love Godzilla and I wanted it to be good and it was not good and it made me upset. Well, I, uh, I didn't, um, I, you know, I saw it in, in my home, <clears throat> excuse me, in my home over two nights. Uh, I don't know that I would have seen it, you know, under, you know, in a normal year. Under normal I saw it receipts. in the theater actually. In, inside. Oh, yeah, that, that was, was your my first, first trip one. back to the theater. And I will say two things. Uh, it was, like one of those things where I was like, wow, I came to the theater for this. But also I hadn't <laughs> seen anything, you know, in like 15 months. And it was overwhelming. Like to the point where I like they just like people are hard on Man of Steel for like knocking over some buildings. I mean, these movies are designed to just demolish cities. And for whatever reason, finally, now I've really reached this point where I'm like, you know what? I think I'm good with demolishing cities for a while, for a really long time. I felt so anxious and like maybe it's just because I hadn't seen anything of that size and magnitude in a year and a half. Yeah. But I was just like, this makes me uncomfortable. And there are so many people in those buildings who are all dead and no one gives a shit. But if Superman knocks over a building or two, it's like, well, he should know better. He's an idiot. No, no, he should know better. Well, he can't. Uh, So are they making more of these or uh, what's the word on that? I think so. I think they said they were doing I, more yeah. stuff. It was in doubt, and then I think COVID. I think they could they can lie and say like the streaming justifies making another one just yeah. to see how it does in the theater. Uh, clearly, uh, another uh, film franchise in the making uh, for them for Warner Brothers is Mortal Kombat, and uh, because uh, boy, they sure uh, skimped on the Mortal Kombat in the Mortal Kombat movie once again. There, there was a disagreement. That was happening. I, I went to the driving with my friend Rob, so uh, I did uh, talk a lot during it because uh, you know I was uh, I had another human in the car, and we weren't bothering anybody else because we were in the cars with the yeah. driving. And uh, I don't even remember what was happening. There was there were people who were very dissatisfied, and I turned. And I was like, you know how they should solve this with some Mortal Kombat. The audience but, was very dissatisfied. No, 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 me. Oh. I was dissatisfied. Okay, and you know there was a disagreement uh, in the film, so the characters were not happy with one another. Right. Uh, and that Australian guy is one of the worst character types uh, of uh, in a movie ever. The one who's like he's, keeps trying to fuck that girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, he's a bad guy. He is like yeah, I know, but yeah. he's the same in the nineteen ninety three version. It's Magneto's like, a bad guy too. You know, I mean, yeah, but, so, so is General Zod. You can write bad guys well. Is what no, I'm but that's to say. his character type in the I'm, video I'm, game. I know, and and I shouldn't compare him to those. Yeah, like they're but, not the same bad guy. He's a no. piece of shit. That's but, his whole uh, So yeah, that's why I think uh, I I think the 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 '90s one I feel like is is way better. I rewatched I, it. And yeah, it sure is. Yeah, I, not I, not Annihilation. That's still real, real bad. The second the, one, but the the OG, the the first one is yeah. better. Yeah, I had still corny and shitty in its own way. But I was like, this is still better. Yeah. 
I, that's that's the feeling I had when I left it, and uh, I think that they probably lost me with like just so much setup, and there's like you know the the world building of like you know the, the you know just like I how was did, like how did I, they get to that desert? I don't even. Remember. They just kind of like decide they're gonna go yeah. find it, the tournament, and then they're in the desert, and I was like. Did they? I think they flew there just I, I, to a desert, and then Liu Kang just walks out of the desert and is like, "Hey, how you guys doing? I'm looking for you guys. Yeah, come on yeah. over here." There was. He said he'd been there before, so they were. Kano was leading the way. Got it. Okay. All right. I mean, this is at least there's an explanation. Uh, it doesn't even have to be a good one, but just explain it. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. I felt like I was so annoyed uh, by the time that there started the, the tournament started, and there were cool like deaths like right out of the video game, sure. and you know, and the some of the actual fights were good. But by the way, some of them were very disappointing. Uh, but uh, I don't know. Uh, did you see that in the theater, Will, or did you just watch it? I watched uh, it at home. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Does, you, have you seen anything other than Godzilla versus King Kong in the theater yet? No. I don't know. I still have some some. Tickets to Cinemark. I don't know what well, the next one's going to be. Quiet Place Two opens this weekend. Uh, you know, uh, and uh, Corella Deville. I've heard. I've heard. I, I've heard Corella is a very good movie. <laughs> if you want to see that, it's so. like Quiet Place Two to Home. <laughs> quiet Place Two. A quiet, your dad's a quiet house. Place Two. Book of Shadows. Yes. Uh, Jeff. No, uh, a quiet Place Two. Book of Quiet. <laughs> book of. <laughs> uh, what did you think of Mortal Kombat, Jeff? Uh, I thought it was interesting. Like it had its ups and downs. Um, it felt like it was, it's basically, it's like, to me, it was a movie made by stunt people who are like, this is what stunting is. Like, ah, punch, punch. <laughs> Parkour. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, not people who knew how to make stories. And that is true because I think the people who made this hadn't made anything before and they just done stunt stuff. And, and basically all your main actors are people who had previously done stunt work or do like primarily stunty type roles. But uh, what I found out that was pretty interesting is the guy who played Sub-Zero uh, supposedly had to slow down because the camera couldn't like keep up with his movements. And the only other guy who has ever had that problem was Bruce Lee. That's right. So it's pretty badass. However, it didn't really translate into what we saw on the screen. So I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, good, let it. That's free special effects. <laughs> you're right. Like, what you're saying, yeah. well, hold on. Yeah. What you're doing is too awesome, yeah. and we don't want that on the screen. I don't get we want to hold so, that. So, yeah, I don't know. And then it's like I watched it a couple, twice, and the second time around, and the first time around, the main guy, uh, his fucking power is getting punched. Like, what a stupid, stupid <laughs> fucking power. There is nothing about getting punched that's supposed to be good in a fighting video game. Armadillo when you're guy. Cut, you don't get hit at all. You just fucking punch the shit out of them. So the fact that his power is like, yeah, I've got cool plates on me now that when you punch me, I'm going to hurt you because I didn't steal that from Black Panther. Also, nightsticks because I'm a security guard. I'm going to beat the shit out of you. So what the hell were they thinking? I don't know. That's not even a character from Mortal Kombat. They literally made him up for this movie and they couldn't have made a lamer character to make up for a movie. It's I was very confused and it's very true because like I remember reading about it before I saw the movie like oh we invented this character of like Cole Young and like we feel like it's justified because it kind of gives the audience like a character they can enter into the world through kind of track his evolution. I was like Okay. I mean, I think you could just take any of the characters and change that about the yeah, backstory if you wanted. But okay, that's fine. And so it starts, it's a fucking 15 minute intro of Scorpion's family 
and they put the baby in the basket yeah. and Sub-Zero and I was like, oh, that fucking baby, it's the lineage, something special is going to happen. So then they have this cool young character and stuff's happening. I'm like, I think he's going to be the reincarnation of Scorpion. That's cool. Oh, I see. And then the armor came on. I was like, maybe that'll be the Scorpion suit later. They get all the way to the end of the movie and I'm like, it's happening. And then Ghost Scorpion comes from f- literally nowhere. <laughs> Says, uh, he get came over from here. the nether realm and he's a revenant. Just gonna be quiet. Zero, zero justification for that as an audience. Like I was just like, did, did they say any of that? Did we get that? I made it. Might have Is been that on in my the phone. Next movie. I might have been making jokes to myself, which if you guys haven't watched it yet, I did my own self tape of me as Johnny Cage. I did see that. The whole time I was watching this movie, I just kept thinking of stupid fucking shit that I would want to say. Like, what? What is this? What are we doing? What kind of combat? <laughs> oh, like we could die? Oh fuck! Fatal no thanks. Fighting. Yeah. Um, and then he wasn't Scorpion so then like to Jeff's point I think to everybody's point he's like so who the fuck is this guy and why is he here he's not cool I don't understand what the power is yeah it's like you created this character but it's like it's like on the level of like you know, adding the Wonder Twins to the Super Friends. It's but, like, well, we made it, these new characters. And what is well, the, they're terrible, what but is we the made point new of characters. The whole fucking Scorpion backstory <laughs> with the baby. Yeah. Why I, is that there? I've known people that loved the movie, and I was just like, I think that when you love Godzilla versus King Kong and you love Mortal Kombat, you're there for like the, whatever, the you know 23 minutes of the stuff that you came for, right. and you're like, ah, whatever about the rest. And I'm like, I wish that I could... I could see, you know, I wish I could have enjoyed Corella entering a room to a different song right. every four yeah, minutes. Yeah, fuck, this is exactly what yeah, I wanted. Yeah, this is what I wanted. I got just, two well, hours I, and 14 I minutes I have no that. idea what I did want from that. <laughs> I, I don't know what I was expecting going into it. It just, whatever it was, it wasn't that. Uh, but yeah, and I think it was just like, if if there was just a lot of fighting with like no explanation, it was it was kind of like uh, you know Will and I were talking before about the Fast and Furious movies, and yeah. you had the thought for what the last one should be, right? Yeah, I want I've like I've always wanted to direct the last Fast and Furious yeah. just because I want to get it back to like old school cars where they're not fucking swinging them onto islands with ropes and coming out of ice and submarines. And I was like, it's gonna be Cannonball Run meets Mad Max Fury Road, and we just drive for two fucking hours. Yeah. And everyone's doing old school stunts, cars, and everything's real. And then you have your little moments in between where they meet people. And if you want to keep the franchise going, you could spin it off with new characters. And that's where you start them up there. But this is where we finally go on a fucking... They got the things around their neck like a death race. You know what I mean? Like the team that makes it to the other side of the country wins. Here we go. Nobody steal my idea, Universal. (laughs) But if you want to hire me, I will fucking get it done. Universal's just right up the hill. I will get it done. They might hear you. Uh, Yeah. And so then like just make these movies and just, you know, if you want to make a Mortal Kombat movie, have a lot of Mortal Kombat. Just two hours of fighting. Yeah. Just have fighting. And, And like if Godzilla fought King Kong for like an hour and 40 minutes of two hours, I'd be like, I don't even care about the rest of it. That's just what I wanted. You know, I just wanted to see them fight. I wanted to let them fight, but then they didn't let them fight. Uh, by the way, Farad Muhammad I, brings up. Oh, go ahead. Uh, I'll put his comment I in a second, Jeff. Say, I think Will forgot that he watched the movie Rat Race as a kid and now wants <laughs> to make the sequel Rat Race. Two. Uh, you don't know how many times when I've thought of that comes. Rat Race is just Cannonball Run, but I mean, like, it's that when I see that and I think of that, I'm like, there. I would put so many fucking rat race like Easter eggs into this. <laughs> so, the so, Mr. so Mr. Bean would be in it. Absolutely, yeah. it's that is. <laughs> he would be the bad guy. I uh, broke two together. Our pal uh, Farad Muhammad says, "My first movie seen in the theater a few weeks ago was the Sesame Street documentary." Uh, I I received a link to that, and uh, that was uh, incredibly well made. A lot of stuff that I didn't know. I had never seen the scenes 
from when uh, they from when Mr. Hooper died. And because uh, it was like between the gap between when I stopped watching Sesame Street and before my sister started, he was just dead. And I just watching this, I'm like, oh, my God, this is a kid's show. And uh, yes, I, uh, I I was just it was just one of those times where I'm like, I'm so glad I didn't watch this with Heather. because I'm sitting there like watching it on my laptop and I'm crying because of like Big Bird isn't getting it that Mr. Hooper's dead. He's like, I'll just give it to him when he comes back. No, Big Bird. Remember, we told you. He's like, okay, so I can give it to him tomorrow. No, he's not going to stop being dead tomorrow, you idiot. It's not like that at all. It's like it's all really heartfelt, and I just reduced it to that. Uh, but uh, you know, it's it's definitely interesting because it was like they wanted to diversify the show, so they they add like a a black character uh, named Roosevelt Franklin, and then he was uh, so stereotypical oh, they God. had to get rid of him <laughs> because really? he was. <laughs> a name like Roosevelt Franklin, I would not have thought. Yeah. Well, the guy, like the, the Peanuts guy, character the Franklin, guy, the guy who played the original Gordon was the was was the the Muppeteer on it, and uh, that original the original Gordon was uh, Holly Robinson's father, so she's in there talking about it. But uh, so uh, you know, there's just, there's a, and and uh, the the thing stops like when Jim Henson dies, so it's like okay, so there's like thirty more years of Sesame Street that you haven't talked about. Yeah, you know, it's like almost barely a character in, in this, but uh, I don't know. I mean, I always find those interesting. The you know, just sort of because it, it's not just clips from the the show. It's talking a lot about making it, and it's a lot of like behind the scenes of of, uh, uh, of Jim Henson and Frank Oz like being like really mean to each other to make each other laugh. Yeah, you know, just like <laughs> verbally, just like if they if they fuck up a line, the other one would just be like relentless. So it's like fun in that way. Yeah, uh, I forget what that's called. It's got the word "gang" in the title, uh, but. Uh, it's not gang related. It's a different movie. Gangland. So be careful. Uh, but uh, I, I society three. I believe it's all, I believe it's also available on demand now. I would say the uh, Sesame Street documentary is uh, is something that I would recommend as opposed to any of the movies that we've spoken about over the last fifty six minutes. Hmm. Uh, yeah, and uh, Farad Muhammad is right. It's called Street Gang, Street Gang. Uh, which uh, is a little bit of a misnomer. The pre-Elmo era is the best part of Sesame Street's history. Yeah, I mean, the fact that my kids grow up with the uh, the the current Big Bird voice. It's weird. It does, it, it's not just weird. It doesn't sound anything like him. It, it's I haven't like, even seen any clips or anything. I don't know what he sounds it's, like. It, 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 it's basically like if you could do your like worst Big Bird, it's probably going to sound oh, better. Oh, hi, it's me, Big Bird. Well, that's better. That's way better. Hi, I'm Big Bird, Christian. <laughs> oh, I gotta be. I'm a oh, Big Bird. Oh, hi, Snuffy. <laughs> oh, hi, 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 Snuffy. How are you? <laughs> so good to see you. Look how big. I'm a, such a Big Bird. <laughs> Prairie Don, you're yeah. tearing me apart. <laughs> uh, they should just give over the reins of uh, Sesame Street to the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia gang, and then Kate Olsen can play Big Bird. They're just really they, fucking mean to her. They just wouldn't need you the bird. bird. You big bird. She wouldn't need the suit anymore. <laughs> she would just stand there. Uh, so, uh, Jeff, uh, uh, after, uh, not last week, but uh, two weeks ago when we did the show, uh, on your recommendation, I uh, finally got around to watching Invincible. And now, Will, I know you've mm. read the comics. I've seen the first two episodes. Yeah, yeah I read I've like seen... 75 issues, I yeah, think. Yeah, which I didn't, I was just Many like, oh, years like, ago. Yeah. And uh, I've seen the first three uh, and uh, Jeff, you talked a lot about it, and I knew what it was. I knew it was an animated for adults superhero show on Amazon Prime, and I was very much prepared for it. And then there was the sequence after the credits in the first episode, and I was like, oh, fuck, I was not prepared for what this was. That's so funny. 
everybody has like been like, have you seen Invincible? Oh my god, it's fucking crazy. And I'm the like one of the few like not to be like, I'm a fucking like a I'm a cool nerd. But I was like, yeah, ten years ago this shit blew my fucking mind. And yeah. I'm, I I know, it's kind of fun actually watching everybody freak out because I know why they're freaking out. And I'm like, yeah, nobody saw that because I didn't see it coming in the books too. I was like, oh, but it took like twelve issues yeah, to that's get what to you that told point. Me. Instead of at the end of the first, yeah, yeah you're, so it you took had a to be fucking like, minute. Like, you're like a year in, and yeah. then it finally happens. Yes, yeah. so it's even more shocking because you've yeah. like been you're like oh his dad's yeah. so cool and there was a minute where i was like i don't know about this writing like it seems like really kind of silly and childish and it's just like it's so basic like robot and duplicate and yeah. he's working with cecil and stuff and whatever and then his dad like murders a bunch of people and gets all bloody and you're just like oh okay 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 and of course like jk simmons was the only voice they could use for him right. because he looks like j jonah jameson yeah and, and that 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 takes some getting used to by right. the way uh, now, Jeff, you of course you you enjoyed the show. You've seen the the whole season is like eight episodes, right? It's mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so, and uh, I know that. What was your familiarity with this property before you saw the show? Not, Did you ever read anything? I or? Have not, yeah, I've not read anything. Still, I w- I would like to because it's obviously interesting. But I was just watching it because it was actually coming out at the same time as Falcon Winter Soldier. Sure. So it was like Fridays. We'd have a couple of shows to watch. Yeah, and they're basically the same show. I mean, there's, there's, there's yeah. like hardly, I, I, yeah, I can't really find liked, the differences. Except for I liked the harder core gay stuff that they did in Falcon Winter Soldier, like when Sam and Bucky went in the back room and he became real Bucky. <laughs> I, I think you were watching a what? different show than I was. <laughs> Are you sure? Also, what is real, I, real I Bucky? I it off of Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, Disney Pube. No, no, no. You see, you actually the French version. Yeah, you had you had Disney Pube, and that's not the same property. You don't want that. Uh, yeah, it's not Falcon in with the Winter Soldier. That is not the show you want to watch. I thought it was weird when they made my social security number my sign in, but. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, you've seen uh, two of them, and I, I don't know. I, I find it to be interesting, but uh, it was, uh, you know, there was like so much blood and like crushing of heads and stuff that uh, I was like, oh, okay. I, I knew I was going to get it. I just didn't think it was going to all be in one scene, and it was yeah. going to be him that did it. You know, I think that that was the legitimate shock from that. And I'm trying to not get too specific in it, but it has been out for a little while. But uh, it feels a little cheap to me only in that because the buildup was so massive in the book. Like, yeah. And then after that scene at the end of the first episode, it's like nonstop for the rest. You know what I mean? Where it's just like it. they're like, well, why not? Like, here's the super violent R-rated adult show. And I'm like, yeah, but there's still moments of respite where this isn't happening, like in the source material. Like, I don't know. It just seems like they're really like, doesn't this this fucking hard and aggressive? Like, we can do it. Like, aren't you excited we can fucking do all this crazy shit? It's this, it's Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg, I think. So it's the same guys who did The Boys. So it's basically, I think they're just, they're capitalizing on the popularity. They saw that it worked with the live action and they know that they can kind of take it to the next level with cartoons. Because yeah. you can make, you can bloody the shit out of a guy's face in a cartoon and have him heal up and come back, and it doesn't have to look like. And see, we put some red makeup here, and yeah. it's like, oh, <laughs> so. I got an ouchie. Yeah, I think that the, some of the characters are actually pretty interesting. Uh, in episode three, there's a character named Monster Girl, which uh, you know they kind of explain her. I don't know if that's something from the comics, but uh, 
you know, it's uh, it's it's just it's yes. I mean, some of them are character types you've seen before, but there's a bunch of them that aren't. So I think that it's interesting that they have this, you know, that they've created this whole universe that it's like, you know, in a lot of ways, it's like adjacent to whatever Marvel, DC, whatever. But yeah. it's clearly it, it's clearly its own thing. But it, it's like it's familiar in that way. And then uh, I just think that some of the choices they've made of what to populate it with. I mean, we could talk more about it after we've seen the whole show. Uh, but uh, yeah, I didn't realize. I didn't realize. I don't. Know, I didn't know it as even a property as a comic mm-hmm. uh, before I heard about the show. I think it started when I was in college. Yeah, and, and, was and like you 11, said you read like ago. seventy-five episodes. Uh, I think issues. it ran like a hundred and fifty or something. Yeah, like and then it he just, just ha- hard ended it. What's that? I said so you were about halfway. Yeah, but I just got burned out because it was the same shit over and over. It was just super violent and it was just that. Like, it was that, but then that goes on month to month to month to month. Like, it built up to it and it was like every once in a while and then it became the regular thing and then it, like, it to the point where I was just like, okay, all right, I get it. Cool. Yeah, I have a I have a friend who right now is uh, rereading uh, Gru the Wanderer, the Sergio Aragones, like, funny comic book. Uh, the, he's an artist from Mad Magazine. And it's like a parody on Conan the Barbarian. And so he bought the the original independent run and then the Marvel run was like 126 issues. And he's at like in the seven, you know, 73, 74, somewhere in that range. And he's like, yeah, it's like, it's not holding up because it's kind of always the same jokes. And I went and like, I checked and like the, it's exactly when I stopped reading it. Like mm-hmm. I had the issues that I have. Uh, and it was like, yeah, I mean, it's uh, at, at a certain point it was like, like I remember, I I I I stick with shows and everything like way past when other people do. A lot of time, I really just put my foot down and been like, "Okay, cool, I'm out." I usually did, you know, I like I never did that until there's a couple of exceptions. Like I do remember there was a point where like I was still watching Married with Children and I'm like, every week is exactly the same. Yeah, and that show went on for like 11 years, and yeah. I'm like, well, I watched it for like seven, and that was too many. Like just shoot me was another one where I'm like it's literally the same thing every week. Like as funny as I think David Spade is, I'm like, do I have to watch the rest of the show? <laughs> yeah, for his like four minutes, you know, his his like Godzilla versus Kong screen time. Right. You know. By the way, David Spade versus Godzilla versus King Kong. Uh, don't great. steal that idea. Yeah. I think somebody should make that. Uh, so I'm, I'm interested in this show, and I I, I want to see more. And uh, everyone uh, who I've talked to about it says that uh, I, I have not seen uh, much of what the the true crazy and uh, you know the graphic nature of what the show is as it moves through the eight episodes. So um, I'm uh, I'm interested in it. I'm looking forward to it. Did it did it ever feel to you, Jeff, like it like they were like, oh, we're going back to the same well? Like I've only seen three, so I didn't really feel that. But I'm just wondering for you. No, I, they, they progress the story. And I think interesting, they do, uh, each episode, the credits get slightly bloodier all the way through the season. Like that invisible thing that they do. That's like that opening credit. It just gets slightly more gruesome every time until it's just like caked in blood. So I think that's telling for the way that the story progresses. I enjoyed it. I like what they did with the characters. I don't really want to get into anything, obviously, since you still have to watch it. Yeah. But yeah, I enjoyed it thoroughly. I, to me, it was, it was probably one of the better things that I've seen come out recently. Yeah, no, I'll definitely finish it. Uh, because I kind of want to, I want to see what they do with all of it and where it all comes together. And then, uh, uh, I don't know. It's, uh, I, I would be intrigued in, in reading it because, uh, the, the slow build is what you could do, you know, in a comic uh, like that. So, Um, but, uh, Jeff, uh, you know, it's funny though, because seeing the gore in that show, 
made the uh, the the blood for laughs uh, in Modoc didn't even phase me, the, which is now on Hulu. And I know you've watched some of the episodes, so we won't spend too much time on it. But uh, what uh, what did you think of this approach? So it's Modoc, who is sort of like a he's like a second string, like Iron Man villain, but I mean, he's, you know, just, he's got the giant head, but they're playing it off where it's like, you know, he's got a wife and kids and, you know, his like home life and his work life. And, uh, I mean, he's played by Patton Oswalt, the voice of Patton Oswalt. So obviously they're going for a very specific tone and it's in that robot chicken style. So the sensibility is very similar to robot chicken in terms of the jokes. It's basically just an extended, it's like, Star Wars films of Robot Chicken, but Modoc yeah. Mark. Yeah, no, it's like Robot Chicken Modoc, you know, basically. <laughs> but uh, what, what? How many do you think you've seen? Jeff? Modoc Chicken. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I've only seen like two. Okay. I only watched two so far. I didn't honestly. I didn't love it. I'm yeah. not. I didn't dislike it, but I just didn't love it. I didn't. I thought it was funny. It had its moments. But there was just something about the robot chicken of it all, as you said, that yeah. I was just like, made me feel like it was, had already been done, yeah. even though it hadn't. Yeah, so it was just like, I, get that. I don't know. I just, uh, uh, to me, if you want to do something with that sensibility, it's got to be like, you're giving us something new or you're using it for something specific. And I just, it's so far, and I've only seen two episodes, so I obviously need to give it more time. I haven't seen that yet. So, I, so I don't know. yeah, what I like most about it is that it's uh, made by people who clearly like know Marvel comics and like have a love for Marvel comics because what mm. I like the most or it's not in as much as the episodes you've seen just uh, obscure villains who show up. And the point is that they're obscure villains. But, you mm. know, there's like a there's like a guy called the Armadillo uh, Angar, the screamer, you know, and it, it's, it, it's a lot of that, but then because it's animated, like he doesn't do much, but Mr. Sinister is in an episode. Like you, so they're able to use X-Men characters. And mm. so because of that, it's like, oh, it's just really fun to kind of see some of the, you know, what some of the, the jokes are, some of the throwaways. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things where, yeah, it's, it's super graphic and gory just for the sake of comedy. But uh, there's a there's a lot that uh, that I like, but I think the stuff that made me most excited was because and there was just like some guest stars that I didn't know were like Whoopi Goldberg does a character, you know, and there's mm-hmm. uh, like John Hamm's in it, uh, Bill Hader. Uh, let's see, and they, John uh, Hamm is also in the first episode of Invincible. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I, I think I was thinking I was getting my shows confused for a second, but no, he he, yeah, he did both, and uh, yeah, and. Uh, um, Nathan Fillion and uh, Alan Tudyk and just all these people. Uh, so uh, it's and it's good. And if you are a fan of Modoc, uh, this is a time to promote that uh, tomorrow, about uh, 24 hours and 45 minutes from now on the show that we do Marvel Movie Talk. Uh, I and my co-host will be joined by Jordan Blum, who is the uh, co-creator and showrunner of it. Uh, I've been uh, trading messages with him and explaining just how excited I was to see w- the character Wonder Man in anything. Uh, just a, a lot of just you it, because he is somebody that really, you know, grew up with this stuff and like loves this stuff. So uh, I think, you know, it wasn't that long ago that the people making these properties and putting them on television had like no familiarity with them, you know? And I think it's great that we live in an era where it's like people at, at least really know this stuff, you know I mean? 
uh, like you were saying, Jeff, like I'm sure uh, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg were like, this invincible thing is fucking crazy. I, you know, I'm sh- I felt like they <clears throat> they must really be into it. And so having the people involved, you know, really care about what it is. And, uh, you know, even if it's sort of like, yeah, it's kind of like a it's it's almost it, it's a it's a comedic show. It's not part of the MCU, but it's still like, oh, I get to play with all these characters. Like, how fun is that? You know, it's the fact that like. Like Kevin Smith is, is uh, it's about to premiere his uh, his He Man show, and I'm like, oh, I mean, he grew up watching He Man after school like I did, so it's probably going to be fun. I mean, I didn't, I haven't kept up with He Man and Man of Arms, and uh, obviously Team Orco all the way, but uh, I, uh, I, I'm like, oh yeah, but it's somebody who like like loved it, so it's like I want to see that. I like I haven't seen those GI Joe movies because I'm just like I, I don't think that these are they're people, not great. These are people who now there's okay? a Snake Eyes spinoff. Yeah. Oh, yes. Would it be okay to make a show called She-Man about like an intersectional hero who also has the power? I just thought of like three jokes that uh, are are not uh, 2021 uh, appropriate, uh, just because of the people that I would say, you know. But uh, um, I, you know, I, I think you could pitch that show for sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that, uh, transparent, but with, uh, superheroes. Yeah. Our pal, uh, Mm. Kama Egan from, uh, the Marvel. I liked Modoc, but I didn't laugh as much as I expected. Uh, I think that, uh, I think that there was more third eye blind than I expected in all honesty. But other than that, uh, I think that, uh, I think it was funny, but yeah, it's not, it's not like, you know, watching family guy or the Simpsons and it's prime where you're like laughing, you know, for like the entire 22 minutes, but I don't think they're, they're trying to get those laughs, you know, they're trying to still exist sort of in this world. And it's like, you know, Iron Man shows up and you know, the guy doing the voice, it like sounds, you know, he, he has the cadence and sort of the, the way that uh, Robert Downey Jr. talks, but uh, you know, I, I don't know. It's, I think, I think it's fun. Let's put it that way. But uh, what were you going to say, Jeff? I have a suggestion for season two. They should use it more anthology style and totally change styles for the second season. Go with like the boondocks, like hip hop remix and just call it Mo Money Mo Doc. <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm so glad you went all that way for that. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Farad Muhammad, a comedian a buddy of mine is a writer on Modoc, uh, So I definitely should check it out. And uh, yeah, Kemi Egan uh, wants to carve out time to watch Invincible. So see, we're we're putting it all out there for uh, everyone. Um, before we uh, wind things down entirely, there's a, a new uh, entry in the uh, Star Wars universe that we've gotten again in animation uh, form, and that is uh, the Bad Batch on Disney Plus. Will have you seen any of that? I've not. No. Um, I I think that uh, it, its premiere was essentially like three episodes. It was like uh, I don't know, like seventy minutes or something, and then. Since then, it's been, you know, regular, like, you know, show length, like 24 minutes or whatever. Uh, and I thought that, like, the the first one was was really, it was good because it fills in, like, you know, a lot of gaps, like, you know, this Order 66 that happens and there's a tie-in to other characters that I think you didn't expect was coming. Uh, and it, it was interesting. But then I've found the episode since. It's like, oh, it's all right. But it's like, it, you know, it, it's like definitely, like, it's it's almost like it's gone from like, oh, this is a really good pilot, and a lot of shows do this actually, and then it turns into like almost like Star Wars procedural like mission where like the stakes are almost non-existent. You know, what are you, you going to say, Jeff? Did you watch the Clone Wars 
I haven't all. seen all of it. No. And uh, I, I want to see, I especially want to see like the later seasons. And uh, I remember I asked somebody like, uh, well, what should I watch? It's like, well, here's the 70 episodes you have to watch. I'm like, no, give me a shorter list than that. I would love to watch There's 70 episodes. 126 episodes for you to yeah. watch. He literally told me the 70 episodes I had to watch. Yeah. Because that's like the whole show. Almost. There's 50 that he there's told like 50, me. There's, yeah. there's 50 you, you can skip. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, by I, I know you did watch The Clone Wars. If I had watched all of it, do you think I would I would be enjoying things about this more? Uh, yes and no. So, no, not really, no. So what I was bringing up for is, first of all, like those 50 that you can skip is kind of the episode since the pilot. It's, yeah. Like, I feel like... Clone Wars was really good or not so good. And like it, because it, they had to fill out seasons and it just felt like it would be better if they had just stuck with like the really important canonical episodes that went somewhere. Um, and it, they did all the, the episodes that they got and then they got to do like a fill in last season, I think last year or whenever it was two years ago. And it was really, really good. Like those last, however many episodes they did were just like really high stakes. It looked really beautiful and it was a really interesting and engaging story, especially if you had watched the rest of the show, yeah. it felt like the pilot was still on par with those. And I was like, fuck yeah, like this is going to be really good. And the bad batch is actually in some of those previous clone wars episodes, I think. Yeah. And then it just went right back to like what a lot of the shittier clone wars episodes had been and it's just which sucks yeah so i'm not loving the show yeah but it obviously has potential and it's just kind of a matter of like to me if you just want to do three 70 minute episodes like that might be better if you yeah. just have that much just tell the story that you have to tell at this point because we're streaming it like you don't need to fill a broadcast schedule just tell us as much as you actually have to tell us. That's, I wish that they would change their model. That's true. I forget that it's like you don't have to fill this time on television, you know, because yeah. that's actually how that was designed. Like you think about how many episodes of anime, Dragon Ball Z and stuff, you're like, Jesus, fuck. We don't need 400 and something episodes of them just like screaming and powering up. Like we could do with 50, like and just kind of get through everything and, yeah, and when, tell it when fine. When your show, like you know, less animation, but when your show was like a network drama and you were going to make 22 of them in the year, like a lot of them had to be throwaway. Right. Because you're just like, yeah, yeah. we got to we gotta stretch that budget over that many hours of, of broadcast television. You right. know, it's like, uh, you know, we're going to, we're going to have to spend a, a, at least uh, one episode locked in the freezer, you know, at the at the, the, the quickie mart or something. But yeah, so I don't know. I mean, it, it reminds me a little bit more of uh, Rebels, which I, I didn't really get into. There would be good episodes because I'm like, oh, shit, Lando's in this one. And then it was like they had like Princess Leia when she was younger. And I'm like, oh, this this stuff was cool. And then like too many of the episodes were like. Yeah, just like a bunch of stuff I didn't care as much about. I think that's kind of why I started with Rebels and I watched like the first two seasons. And I yeah. think I fell away from it because I was just kind of like, Sarah Michelle Gellar's here. She's like a sell- Sith, an evil Sith well, character. Yeah, I do remember that character yeah. that you said. And I was like, okay. But then they did have I, Darth Maul at some point, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. What were you going to say, Jeff? That, well, Rebels is another one where it's like the early episodes are f- stupid, but it definitely the further you get, the better the show gets. Yeah. Like they knew how to build. And it's definitely one of those ones where it's almost like that's why people are like, oh, you got to watch the 70 episodes because these 70 actually built the story. And when you follow that arc to the end and those 
like you actually end up watching most of the episodes in the final seasons, it's like the payoffs are really good. Like there's a lot of really good emotional arcs and like character building that they had in those in Rebels towards the end. You actually Ezra stops being such a piece of shit, which like the whole first season, I just killed him. He was very annoying. Yes. He got his head cut off, but he didn't. And everybody else just gets like way better too. So they, again, it just seems like they know how to do it. That's why they, Dave Filoni, that guy who was like George Lucas's little protege of sorts for some time is like the head man on a lot of these. Um, and like, obviously he knows how to make a good overall arc. I just wish they would, as I keep saying, get rid of the rest. Yeah. I almost feel like instead of watching more of the bad batch, I should probably just watch some of these seasons of clone wars, you know, that, uh, <laughs> that, uh, everybody mm-hmm. has said, uh, are good. Uh, Will, are you having time to watch much else these days? Uh, you know, we're talking about stuff that Jeff and I have seen that you haven't, but are you watching anything? Are you reading anything? Or are you just, are you just enjoying life? A uh, little bit of everything. I'm reading, uh, I mean, I'm reading books periodically here and there. Not a lot of comics, just mm-hmm. the Wally West, you know? Sure. Um, and for whatever reason, when I'm in the mood to watch anything on television, it usually ends up being No Reservations. Anthony Bourdain. Oh, yeah. Well, that's always, uh, that's always nice to visit with him. I've been working on a script with my writing partner that we're going to shoot and then a book. And I think that my brain is like, actually, the last thing I want to do is like sit and watch, like really, like have to really invest in that's stuff. Fair. So like I haven't super gotten into anything except the occasional like movie from time to time. And then and then shows about food because food but makes me happy. Again, as we were talking about it, you know, we're on the verge of a Memorial Day weekend. Uh, I, I don't know if uh, you guys are both aware, but uh, uh, Tom Hanks' son, Chet Hayes, has let us know that it's white boy summer. Uh, mm. So that means uh, we all fit that bill. So uh, we have to be our best selves and uh, enjoy it. But sort of what I was saying earlier is like, th- yeah, this seems like this is the year where everybody's like, Oh yeah, I remember how we didn't do anything uh, last year. Yeah, we're gonna do everything this year. You right. Know? It's uh, you can. Uh, it's like every night is gonna be that uh, that last night of uh, high school, or you know, the last weekend before everybody goes off to college. It's gonna be like that movie. Everyone's like every, got a every hall single pass. day. Yeah, every single day yeah. is gonna be that. America's gonna get fucked like a pie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like literally like every every single day is like we got is the way that like you know have you ever like hung out with that one annoying friend on new year's Eve. Who's like, so determined to have it be this like really big night. And I'm like, well, you know, it never is. Never. It's literally never. That's the best episode of how much your mother. Cause it's so true. Oh yeah. Right, guys, That's right. Let's make a pact. We're all going to get laid this summer. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. I'm finally, I, I, you know what? Something that we can finally agree on. And, uh, Oh, look, uh, Sam Whitfield saying hi. Uh, hi, Sam. Uh, always good to hear from you. Uh, yeah. And I don't know. I mean, look, there's uh it's funny because all these movies are going to come out and they're like, I, I don't know, kind of like, uh, you can watch them in the movie theater. Do you want to watch them at home? Like they're not sure yet. And some of them, you know, How about the suicide squad. Uh, yeah, I mean that, I, I, that is going to be in my home, but I'm like, well, I could go and see that though. I think, uh, you know, James Gunn suicide squad movie. Look, the concept of the suicide squad, I'm talking about the previous one. The concept wasn't the problem. I don't even think the casting no, was the problem. Not at all. It was just the, the, well, you know, I mean, uh, it's a lot maybe, of things. maybe Jared Leto, but you know, the, the majority of the casting, uh, yeah. even ca- you know, casting Jared Leto as the Joker isn't a mistake. 
it's just sort of writing him uh, that you know with version the, with the grill and yeah. the, the the tattoos that you're like oh so the Joker can sit still for all those tattoos is right. what you're trying to tell me right uh, that'll be a good one I'm looking forward to that uh, and uh, I uh, am uh, cautiously optimistic for uh, Venom two because uh, oh, yeah. I want to see him fight Carnage and I, I like Woody Harrelson you know I'm like I, that's one of those ones I don't even know if it's going to be good uh, yeah Cammy Higgins. Go ahead. Carnage Sorry. halfway through the movie goes out back and shoots himself in the head. I am so <laughs> invested in three billboards outside Carnage. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, did that happen in the comics? Uh, and then I was like, oh, I see. Kenny I see. Which... Again points out, shock that Lollapalooza <laughs> is going to happen here in Chicago. Yeah, look, uh, you know, uh, baseball stadiums are open at full capacity. We're just talking about there's going to be these concerts. Uh, and here's the thing, just because they're selling you tickets to a concert doesn't mean it's actually going to happen. You know, they've been, you've, you've been able to buy concerts for the last, uh, concert tickets for the last like year and a half. Just, uh, they're always like, oh yeah, just kidding. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. It'll happen one day. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I've got. I've got tickets for the beginning. It's now the beginning. It was supposed to be last July, but now it's going to be the beginning of September. Uh, Weezer Green Day, and then in the middle is uh, Fallout Boy, which is when I'm going to go buy my T-shirts and have dinner. Uh, but that's the three bands, and it's like at Dodger Stadium. They're like, no, no, it's really happening. I'm like, really? I don't, I don't believe you. That's like fifty-five thousand people. I just imagine that each one of those shows a very specific type of like father-daughter section where there's just like a lot of. <laughs> Like a father it's with about their right. daughter. It's like, this is Green Day. This is the band that I really got down to back in the day. Yeah. Uh, the Green Day. Yeah. The the Green Day. And and uh, and Fallout Boy for people. And I was uh, I was telling Will I'm like starting to believe like, you know, there's a there's a there's a date where Kiss are supposed to play at the in, in September in uh, Chula Vista. Uh but uh and I'm like, great. And I, and I'm like, I still don't believe all of it, you know, I'm like is there, is there going to be the, uh, ah, you know, is uh, Ashton Kutcher or Jamie Kennedy going to come out and just be like, ah, you guys, what the fuck were you thinking? Just go back in your house, you dummy. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's like masks are optional in a lot of places, not not yet in California. But uh, I think I people like posting videos of that, like, you know, it's like the 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 Karens who get in trouble now are the ones who do wear the masks in Target. You know, it's like that. Those those are the people that uh, that uh, you're like, what's what's wrong with you? So I don't know. It's uh, it's I, all and Will's sitting next to me. So that's like yeah. everything's changing. You know, the world. How cruel is it going to be on Mila Kunis's deathbed when Ashton Kutcher's just like. Punked. I never <laughs> loved you. <laughs> right now. Oh, God. Yeah. Poor uh, Mila. I know. I that's just, a uh, long punk commitment. That's a very long punk commitment. Uh, you know, I was in a pie eating contest with him once. Ashton Kutcher? Yeah. Uh, neither of us won, though. Because oh. uh, their kids uh, went to the same uh, preschool as my kids. Uh, they don't anymore. Uh, but uh, so for the, the, the Harvest Festival, the Fall Festival, there was a pie eating contest. And I'm like, all right, I guess I'll get in it. And then, uh, how much pie do you eat? Uh, one piece because I was just like, uh, I was just like, I don't want to eat that much pie. Uh, the prize was not great. Did any parents take it real seriously? Yeah, the dad who won uh, definitely took it seriously. How many? Why, how much why. pie did he? Eat? Uh, I, I, yeah, I think it was just one pie, but who could eat it fastest? Got and, it. And I think that's what it was. It wasn't like you had a slice, but he ate a whole pie. I think. Yeah, I think that's that's about accurate, actually. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, I uh, I definitely participated in an eating contest once in college when we were doing the semester abroad. It was like a plate full of pudding, 
and everybody mm. else was like licking it and i just like put my lips up to it and just went are you one are you sure that this I, I, I won <laughs> i was the winner and everybody just looked at me with the same disgust you just what, had was, was this semester abroad at willy wonka's chocolate factory I actually literally lived in a, a castle in Wells, Netherlands. Wow. So, yes. Okay. So, it was really cool. Was was this a plate of pudding or was this uh, sort of like a like a reverse limp biscuit situation? It it was a plate of pudding. They said it was like some kind of <laughs> vanilla pudding, I think. It was the oh, no. How salty <laughs> was it? Oh, very. Okay. It was so a salty figgy pudding. Did you feel really like buff afterward? The protein and stuff in there. Yeah, I felt very masculine. Good, good, good. Very masculine. Uh, well, I don't know. What did we learn? Uh, I guess that people should definitely watch uh, Invincible, but not with the kids. Uh, Modoc's fun, but you have to be like a super mega nerd to really, I think, really appreciate it. Uh, and then uh, I think it's just Jeff's uh, less of a nerd than I am is, is maybe the takeaway. I, I think I've just gotten really picky because it's like if I'm going to everything that I'm seeing, I'm really watching more so like when I would go to the theater, it was like I was just enjoying being there. Like the, the whole experience was yeah. a way to decompress for me. So everything I found it so much easier to enjoy the shitty popcorn like because I had popcorn and I yeah. was watching it in the theater and I yeah. enjoying that because it's not the same thing you could you could put the you could throw the pop secret in the microwave and sit down but that's not as fun first yeah. of all like you don't have that bucket that you want yeah. to fill like yeah and it's also just I don't know, the whole again it's the ritual of it all right like because i feel like i went i go to the theater probably when i was going i think i probably went more than either of you guys just in terms of like regularity so it's like it was definitely my little weekly ritual if not more than once a week. If yeah. Not, yeah, no, no. I mean, it's definitely like I, I miss the experience of it. And just there haven't been movies that I feel like, oh, that's the movie I want to go and see. You know, it's uh, I will certainly have the gigantic popcorn, you know, uh, when I go to see uh, Black Widow and then who knows what else, uh, you know, in the, the months ahead. But uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I miss that more than I miss like seeing movies on the screen. I mean, I went to the drive in. I could get popcorn there, but uh, it's it's not really the same. You know, what are we going to say, Jeff? Well, I think one, I just realized like, like when did Tenet come out? Because I thought the last movie I saw was New Mutants, which I do think came out later than Tenet. It, but I feel like those were the two movies I've gone to since it, I went it, here. It depends. I, I know I went more than one. Yeah. Uh, Tenet came out first uh, in a lot of places. Here in LA, Tenet came out after New Mutants because initially. Uh, initially Christopher Nolan was like, we will not be showing this at drive-ins and then it didn't make any money. And so then Warner brothers is like, you're damn right. We're showing this at drive-ins. There were like three weeks where it was only in indoor theaters. Cause it was the movie that was going to save the, the industry. It was going to save movie theaters and Regal saw the movie and were like, Mm-mm, we're not opening. You know, they stayed closed. I, I don't even know if they're open yet. I think they just opened uh, the, the chain of Regal cinemas. So, uh, yeah, it was the movie that was supposed to save everything. And I think that's what the timing was. But uh, so, uh, yeah, I think that's uh, what I what I was uh, saying about that. And oh, by the way, Cammy Egan throws in, uh, how can you have any pudding? If you don't eat your meat, uh, that's always a nice uh, shout out there. Uh, Sam Whitfield. It was a nice shout out. A dick it, joke. No, it's a shout out to uh, Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd. Uh, yeah. Which one? Uh, Pink. 
Well, uh, Sam Whitfield, what do we think about MGM being bought by Amazon? Honestly, they overpaid. They don't. You don't get most of the film library. You don't get their movies before 1986. You don't own those movies. That sucks. You have James Bond, but not all of them. Well, you don't. You have to share with like the the broccoli, broccoli family. Yeah. So you 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 do have the movies, but you don't own the movies. You have to share the movies. So it's like. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'd say I don't know. I would have bought a, I would have bought some different studio. I, I was not. I, I was just like, but also it's like, <laughs> I would have bought some other studio. Yeah, I would have bought uh, Sony or Universal. Just yeah, buy why not? Up. Universal, Comcast, Amazon. Why not? Yeah. Uh, but uh, I mean, it's not like they don't have the money, and I don't know. I don't know what this does to their cachet. They just wanted to buy Rocky four and five. Yeah, and six. I feel like. Do you feel Definitely like that there's different crowds of people that watch the different types of apps? Like, I feel like Amazon tries to appeal a little bit more to, like, the highbrow, uh, you know, snootier kind of crowd. Like, I, don't think... I just feel like more pretentious people I know are recommending an Amazon show. I feel like Amazon appeals more to, Hulu. like, a kind of, like, entertainment, like, Tom Clancy, Bosch. They... They have, the new Michael B. Jordan movie, like sort of like older audience. People. I would say that uh, they have a lot more male centric stuff. Yeah, we're talk, I mean, we're talking about Invincible. We're talking about the boys before. Marvelous Miss Maisel, Transparent. That's true. Yes, exactly. So well, that's Transparent perfect. became a huge problem. So that that does that. Well, went they away. never did, they had to get rid of Jeffrey Tambor, right? Yeah. Didn't they do episodes without him? They did. Yeah, yeah. Well, Which they, is, did, they did. They did House of Cards without Kevin Spacey. That's true. I couldn't get through like three episodes of that. I mean, I didn't even finish the ones with him because at that point, in the the series got a little too. It was like once he became president, I was like, yeah. all right, what what am I still watching this for? Yeah, you know, Aaron, uh, what's her face? I was gonna call her Aaron Brockovich. Uh, Brockovich. Julia Roberts. Doesn't she have a show that's on Amazon? Uh, like yeah, it's based on that podcast, Homecoming. Oh, I thought it was the Motivation Report. Yeah. It was based on the Motivation it's gonna Report. It's going to be a great TV show. Yeah, I mean, it should be. Uh, not as good as a Blackcast TV show, though. That's well, coming. We're doing it right now. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, you hear about those, but it's also like, you know, it's uh, what is that going to do to Amazon to spend that much money? You know, it's like Bezos doesn't even have to check with his wife who's getting like half of his money. His ex-wife who's getting half of his money. You it's know? like $8.5 well, Yeah, yeah they're, it's whatever. They're banking, on, they're banking on Lord of the Rings making them a more bankable channel. Because I think yeah, that's true. You want legitimacy. And if you have a really, really popular it show, that's usually what really helps move you in that echelon right like it was like uh, game of thrones was the most recent one for hbo where it was just like i have to have hbo so that i can watch game of thrones and be cool like everyone else and talk about the dragons and the rape and that's why i didn't watch it there weren't any dragons and there was too much forget the incest yeah uh, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I, it, even Stranger Things, right? Like, when the first season of Stranger Things, especially, it was like, do you have Netflix? Are you watching Stranger Things? Yeah, well, I still, I, I never finished the second season of Stranger Things. I was like, oh, season three is so good, though. But, but I didn't it's, finish it's season all, two. They're all, all the seasons are good. I'm just saying, season like, two is the weakest. But yeah, yeah. well, and that's probably and why I'm I stopped. Not even making fun of people who watch all these shows. I'm just saying, like, I think they're spending half a billion dollars on Lord of the Rings, thinking like, hey, if this comes out and everybody wants to watch Lord of the Rings and it's as much of a hit as it was when they first released those movies in the early 2000s and everybody and their fucking mother wanted to be Legolas <laughs> uh, I never wanted to be is. Legolas you always wanted to be Legolas no, no. so Samwise be just be everyone's best <laughs> friend all the time but you can make yeah, a good stew you. you're, yeah. you can I make a good stew I thought you were more interested in second breakfast 
Well, I do like second breakfast. Yeah, that see, that's that's the. I think we can all agree on that. That yeah. we all we all agree that uh, we like uh, second breakfast, followed up with elevensies, uh, which is now that we're talking about Stranger Things, means something totally different, and yep. I don't think we should say that. So. How about the fact that Aragorn's eighty-seven and it's like mentioned once in the movie, and you're like, oh, you're like a super old man, <laughs> but he's young. He has that blood. He lives forever. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, the whatever they're called the the Numenorians, Numenorian blood that lets him live super long. Well, uh, as we uh, as we wind nerds, down, nerds know that. Nerds know that. What's the what's the thing you're most excited for uh, coming up uh, in terms of like yeah, obviously it's like sure like summertime uh, outside. Uh, you know, we'll get in a tan out in the parking lot. Uh, you know, stuff like that. Like, what's yeah. the most exciting thing in general? Or that, that's coming. Yeah, I mean, it could be anything. But if it's there's a movie or TV show or you know whatever, uh, you know, book. If you're a real nerd, you know. <laughs> Honestly, I think. One thing that I've noticed has changed a lot is I used to be a lot more aware of what was coming out and when it was coming out. Yeah. And since the pandemic where like all the things I was excited for have felt like more of a letdown, I just stopped really checking. I'm just kind of like, Oh, what, what has come out? Anything new? No. Okay. Well, so I'm not, there's nothing I can nail down as I'm excited for, but I'm sure there's stuff that I'm looking forward to. I think black widows, one that I do know is coming out this summer or supposed to, (laughs) come out this summer that i will enjoy seeing i'm sure there's other stuff that's slated fast and furious 9 yeah. sounds like it'd be interesting i i've they're watched going space all the right don't yeah, they go into space like yeah so great that's perfect I'll, I'll watch it like i watched all the rest of them but i'll see i, I don't I, I haven't i don't know if i ever like loved those movies as much as i know a lot of people do so yeah. i don't know uh, Will, is there anything? Is there like a one thing? Is it Suicide Squad? Is it uh, movies wise? Yeah, Suicide Squad. Yeah. I um, think uh, I think that that's got the greatest potential. Yeah, I think that the uh, the Black Widow movie it was like made five years too late, Way and too then late. we've had to wait two years yeah. for it. And like, okay. you know, so it's like it, there's there's a lot of things about it that it's like I'm not that I'm, I I I said on the on Marvel Movie Talk I'm like more excited. Like I was more excited last year for New Mutants because I was like, I want to see what that is. I'm more excited for Venom because I want to see, you know, Venom and Carnage. I don't know that it's going to be better, but I'm more excited for it. And they don't, they just haven't gotten me excited for Black Widow. But I'm like, I want to see it because I'm like, you know, she she definitely deserves her own movie. It's just, you know, why did they so not make she's it? She's dead now. Yeah, it's it's set after Civil War, and I'm like, that's exactly when you should have made it. And I still think it should have been phase two, but yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, at the latest, that's when they should have made it, but whatever. So uh, I don't know. I mean, look, I'm excited to uh, just. Uh, Are you excited for Loki? Yeah, I, I think I think that. I mean, it looks interesting. It's going to be different, you know. It's like you know him and the, you know, it's like mostly it's been him talking to Owen Wilson. You know, it's like, oh hey, you're the god of lies. <laughs> yeah. What about wow. the you know? Wow! 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 wow. Can you save the time stream? Oh, wow. You know, it's like, okay, great. But uh, yeah, it's just, it's different. And I think the, you know, the Marvel uh, Disney Plus shows have all been different. I mean, the two that they've got done and then this one, they all seem like they're I'm all sure very different. You so. exhaustingly talked about Falcon and Winter Soldier already mm-hmm. across many episodes. You well, just never did it with us. Uh, Jeff and I talked a little bit about it uh, after you left and then after I let Zach go last week we talked about it a little bit but ah. uh, I did like it I thought it was good I thought it was it's like it ultimately was going to only end in one way which is 
Sam is Captain America. Yeah, like it's you, fucking awesome. Like when he hands off the shield at the beginning, you're like, yeah, but then this is clearly the story of him, like right. why he's okay with having it, you know? Right. But uh, yeah, I think that uh, it, uh, I thought it was good and I, I liked him and Loki. I thought there was some good action in it. Uh, you know, some like really surprising sequences. I'm like, boy, they spent a lot of money on this. Him and Loki? You mean him uh, and some, Bucky. Bucky? They're the same guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Bucky, sidekick of mischief. Yeah. They, uh, no, but him, yeah, I thought him and Bucky were like mostly had a good dynamic. There were a couple times where it was like, it was a little forced, but I thought that uh, in general they were, they were funny together and in a, in a way of like, no, the Bucky movie, the Bucky TV series was never going to happen. Yeah. And then like the Falcon series, you, you could have made it, but it's better that, you know, you didn't just have him by himself. Right. So uh, I thought that the, you know, in the show, and I was surprised it was the first thing I'd ever seen on Disney plus where uh, they swore like that. And that it was as yeah, violent did, as it I was. I feel like they did push the PG thirteen yeah. for Disney. Yeah, I yeah. was very impressed that they did it. Me too. You know? And I was uh, impressed that they actually let them tell the story that they told. I thought that was yeah. We're just sort of like dealing with with race at all. Yes, I was very surprised. I was shocked, but yeah. also like fucking amazing. Yeah, no, I think that was the the impressive thing about it. So yeah, I thought that that was uh, I thought it was good. What were you going to say, Jeff? It's also interesting you could draw a comparison between the way those governments were treating the refugees and other violences against refugees happening in our current times or not that long ago or, or whatever or not, it was. Yeah, or recent history. Yeah, no, right. there's a lot of parallels and I think that uh, you know they you know they the the timing in which they made the show, you know, they're you know, when they shot the first part of it, there there hadn't been the, you know, George Floyd hadn't happened. There weren't the protests. And that just sort of comes out after that. So that's, you know, when they got back to making it, there was a, it was a really interesting, uh, I think they call them assembled, like a behind the scenes things where they talk a lot to the showrunner and, and they talk to uh, Anthony Mackie just sort of about the timing of it, you know, like when it came out and when they made it. And, uh, you know, just the, I think, including both the showrunner and Anthony Mackie, they were both impressed that uh, Disney actually let them tell the story that they felt like they should tell. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, look, a major corporation like that, you could see them being like, yeah, that's not really us, you know? So, yeah. I thought <laughs> they just need to tell the story of the Black Panther taking down the KKK, and then I think that would be a good move. Sure. Was yeah. that a story? Wasn't that like a, in the comics? The that, Black Panther that, taking down the KKK? Wasn't that like an early thing Jack Kirby did to piss people off? when he was writing it I, it might be like I, I'm not familiar with that but that doesn't mean that certainly doesn't mean it didn't happen but uh, yeah it's a, you know do, do a straight adaptation I remember of, uh, I remember when Black Panther took down the KKK <laughs> I saw I, I remember Steve Ditko was so upset and I said Steve no this is a good thing but Steve insisted I don't know <laughs> Uh, but, uh, anyway, so, uh, yeah, I think that, uh, the, the Disney, Disney plus still seems to be the thing that, uh, consistently brings the stuff I'm the most excited about, even though, you know, there's no, there's no live action star Wars until Christmas, but that's all right. It helps when you bought every single like, yeah. entertainment entity a while ago and then are like, <laughs> and now we have a streaming service try to compete bitches yeah i know and it's also like oh you, you know how you stopped watching the the simpsons in the late 90s would you like to catch up on the subsequent 14 seasons because we have those and it's like oh, i don't think i do but thanks but thanks for letting me know that you have them you know uh that's that's great that they're over there uh yeah so uh what did you think of uh, falcon Winter soldier will i mean i know that you, I, I loved you, it you tapped out a, you tapped out on a lot of marvel things but yeah. uh well i did watch wandavision and yeah. i thought that was okay um, just the gimmick of it or whatever. I was just like, oh, I don't, it was fine. Like, uh, I don't know if it was just uh, for me. I appreciated that it was like 
a show about grief, which is a topic that people don't really explore. Sure. But uh, I was just like, eh, whatever. But uh, you know me, like anything Captain America, Spider-Man, like I'm in. And I'm excited to see what, I mean, excited in a sad way, what happens with Black Panther. But those were the three that I really cared about continuing his properties. Yeah. And the Falcon and Winter Soldier did not disappoint. And I think that it was like, I'd like to go back and kind of watch all the movies and then the show again through just to see this like long Captain America story. Because I do think that like, you know, for Sam to be Captain America is very exciting. And that yeah, last absolutely. episode was just like super emotional. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I just got, got teary eyed the whole thing because I was like, this is really fucking special. Like, I know it sounds like stupid, but... um. And the Isaiah Bradley character and a lot of those things. I, I was genuinely proud of Disney for letting them do everything that they did. I was surprised, but they did it well. I was very surprised, yeah. yeah. I thought, uh, yeah, and I think that the, it shows. And, uh, yeah, I think that uh, it'll be interesting to see. I think they tell a story in a way where it's like you can just see the movies without ever having watched that. But That was someone's of main it, critique of that. was like you can actually just skip over this because at the end of Avengers he gets the shield and in the next movie he's Captain America. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Which okay. is probably, you know, that's not accidental. You can skip WandaVision as well. Yeah. You know, I, I'm sure. And you can probably you can definitely skip Loki because this is like some uh, you know alternate timeline right Loki that isn't the real Loki. You People know? criticize these things for those reasons though, but what they also don't understand is like now they've made so many of these Marvel movies and things that like they're designed to be the same way that comic books are, which is like you can't be expected to read all these other people's yeah. stories if you don't have the money or the time or whatever, and then yeah. come together you, for something and be like, wait, what? What's do you, happening? Do you want to read all the Crisis on Infinite Earth tie-ins, right. or do you not really care where Blue Devil teleported? it off to uh the answer is i, I mean, didn't care where he went so you know, sometimes I, yeah blue devil I, I, gets up to no good <laughs> yeah i'm pretty sure we should keep an eye on blue devil because duke has a history of uh... <laughs> yeah you know what you're you're definitely not wrong uh so uh, yeah oh, go ahead to circle back on one other thing uh will mentioned shows about grief there's a show on showtime i still haven't watched the second season so i don't know how highly i guess i should say this recommendation is but kidding the jim carrey show where oh i wanted to watch like, i read the pilot i've heard good things about yeah that. i read yeah. the pilot it, and I, wanted it, to I watched the first season i really liked it and it's all about grief and loss and it's like the best thing i've ever seen about wow. that topic okay so oh, i do want to watch that yeah yeah um so uh will obviously it is summertime you got to work on your pump and i'm going after this you're going straight to pump yeah. so so the next time I see you, so if you're going to get a pump now, that means we can't go get an Oreo cookie shake from Jack in the Box. Not if it's, it's, it's leg day. Uh, no, it's not chest day today. Legs were the other day. Uh, I, I was, uh, yeah, I had a 50-50 chance, I guess, it's true. Of, of being right. But uh, then the next time we'll get the uh, Oreo cookie shake. And, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's going to be. I didn't be, know that was on the table. I mean, it will be. Okay. Yeah. No. No. It, it's a. Oh, but uh, here, well, I, I need you to. I need I'm, you to hand I'm me the. Hand me your microphone. Go get that box. I forgot that uh, I was gonna have you check that out. Uh, but yeah. So uh, Will uh, is uh, goes back to the gym. Uh, that uh, Planet Fitness, which I will oh, yeah. be returning to at uh, some point in the near future. I just haven't been back yet. But uh, you actually had an interaction here. I'll, I'll get I that did. for you in a second. Uh, you had an interaction with Planet Fitness on Twitter, right? Yeah, I was at a Planet Fitness working out, and I kept looking at the lunk alarm thing, and I was thinking. It's funny that they call it the judgment-free zone, but like you also can't be too buff yeah. or too in shape. Yeah, sure. Exactly. Can't wear these tank tops. Nope. Lunk. And I was like, they in LA, they don't take that lunk alarm thing very seriously. But I was like, man, it would be so funny. I want the one thing in my life just to set off the Planet Fitness lunk alarm. And, so, and Planet Fitness's Twitter account responded back and said, let's not tell our friends we did. And then they wrote their name and it said, Megan. Yeah. So I responded and said, I don't appreciate your judgment in my judgment-free zone, Megan. Yeah. Megan, I, I, she was being very judgy. And she did not respond. No. So, well, Megan, if you're listening. And she is. 
Let's go. I'm ready to throw down. Hit that uh, fucking lunk I, alarm. I, I don't know that the lunk alarm has ever gone off. I, in I, some places. Yeah, but I mean, the, the you one... You to be a real asshole to be like, excuse me, sir, you're working too hard. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, please. Uh, we're here to work out quiet. I her name wrong. It's me again, because you'll never see me again. <laughs> me again. But it was spelled like M-E-A-G-A-N, yeah, which Megan. I always... Megan! Yeah. yeah. It's like that Key and Peele sketch. Uh, so uh, there, was a, there was a fundraiser at uh, Lucy's Preschool, and uh, there were a bunch of different prizes that could be won. And, uh, of course, uh, our luck is that we won something. Oh. And then what we won was uh, a basket of uh, dog gifts. Oh. So Will, I just I, I bestow upon what? you. Do you want to show uh, for the for the oh, camera? We got this little sock monkey. The old sock monkey. Yeah, so it's uh, uh Chuck the pup will enjoy that. Okay. And then uh, what do we, what else advanced do advanced we... hip and joint? Yeah, for joint for, support for, for dogs. When he gets a little older. It's important. You know, advanced He's a big hip dog. and joint. Yeah, He's a big dog. Exactly. And uh, what canine Canine soft shoes for dogs infused with CBD. Yeah, that was the surprising thing that, that that our preschool gave I'll take us. These uh, for myself. CBD infused and <laughs> and I think omega three six nine. I, yeah, I think the other one is uh, emphasis on the six nine. Obviously, of course. Uh, yeah. So uh, here's some uh, dog treats uh, well, thanks. for you. Chuck the pup will be very excited. Yeah, and then uh, the only other thing. This was uh, just something I was going to show people. Uh, I guess the last audio episode was with uh, Jen Rowe of uh, Diamonds and Whiskey. And uh, this is the first time I've ever had this happen uh, from a, 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 a guest. So I got a card. That's that's uh, Jen, the singer uh, for Diamonds and Whiskey. And uh, I, I got this uh, handwritten thank you card. Thanks for the amazing interview. Uh, and, and there was a heart. And uh, boy, the number of times where I've gotten a, a letter from a female that has, is signed with a heart is uh, is two. There's that, that and only one other time uh, in my entire life. should write your name. How do you know this isn't just like a stock yeah, it might it might be. And know. she might just think that all the interviews are amazing. But I, I appreciated the fact that I, I got a piece of mail. You did. And she and, hand and wrote she it. Hand wrote, she took she the definitely time wrote it. Well, yeah. to write that to you. Whether you know, whether she also had a matching one that says uh, the Whitfield report on it. Yeah. <laughs> are you I guess this put is that a, sticker is on a, your car. I don't know if this is a sticker or a temporary tattoo. Uh, either, yeah. either way. But I where's where's the anthrax? I thought uh, well, no, well, th- they got the time, uh, but uh, they uh, Anthrax didn't mail me anything. Just, uh, just the <laughs> singer did. So that's that's that's. But if, if Anthrax would like to mail me something, uh, they're more. I'll they take want. some corn. Yeah. <laughs> Or some kind Creamed of corn. limp biscuit, yeah. Oh well, yeah. Look, uh, uh, Fre- uh, Fred Durst is Somebody's coming back. Somebody's a freak on a leash. Yep, you know me. Well, uh, I'm disturbed, gentlemen. Uh, this was, uh, as always, this was always a lot of fun, and as always, we went uh, what 48 minutes longer than uh, we had any business going. But uh, there's always just so much to talk about. We don't, uh, we don't talk that much, and uh, now Will's actually come back to my house. Yeah. So yeah. Well, you got there was a while where like, and by a while I mean like eight years where you were like the black cast 95% of the time should be all of us. Yeah. But because of COVID, I think you got comfortable being like, it's just going to be whatever it's going to be. Yeah. So now Jeff and I are in not as many episodes because you can take interviews with Diamond and Whiskey. Whiskey, yeah. Diamond and Whiskey. Whiskey. Yes, thank you. Whiskey. And Chris Claremont, who we know is your new best friend. You're replacing us. It's I mean, totally he's, fine. He's been my, my best friend since I was like seven. Yeah, I know. I read my first X-Men comic, I but know. you know, whatever. I'll be... Uh... Christian's just waiting for the day where they write in the Christian, where it's just like he has the power of the cross on his back. <laughs> <laughs> he's the greatest podcaster in the world. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. And I always just feel bad, like, uh, asking, especially when we had to go to Jeff's work to record, which seems so crazy now that we bring beers and we, get we, drunk yeah, in the studio. Yeah. And we only got thrown out that one time. It's true. You know? Uh, but, uh, you know, yeah, because it was so easy. It was like, well, nobody gets to go home after the show. We all have to stay. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, we're going to go drive up to Jeff's work. And then, you know, which it's like, it seems so silly now because it's like, well, you could just record it. And, your house you know but yeah. it just i don't know in 2015 i sure didn't see the world that way that it was uh, like you could record well, it also i mean honestly it sounded a lot better because we yeah. were using a bunch of mics with like <laughs> built-in condensed like five thousand dollar mics yeah with built-in condensers and we could record in like multi-track stereo and then do stuff with it all on the scene because we were in recording studios yeah. which were, by the way all those I studios mean, all those studios were designed for blackcast recording that's why exactly. they were so uh high end. especially george norris yes and yeah. he was psyched to see that it was graced <laughs> by the presence of such amazing and talented people he was like the only reason he wanted us out was because he was jealous uh that we hadn't invited him because he felt like it was like joe rogan kicking out christian's personal hero <laughs> We were so good that we forced the studio to cancel Kate Megan McCain's show. She just couldn't <laughs> she couldn't hang. She every time I see something pop up of her on the view, I just remind and then I get to watch it see a bunch of tweets of people like, I fucking hate her. I always just want to be like, trust me. You'd hate her so much more if you'd ever actually met her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you don't yeah, like yeah, you're like I you're like I I didn't even know anything about Joy Behar, but uh, I can seriously relate to her uh, now, you know, because of uh, you know it's like you could just tell she's like yeah, this should be an easy job. I talk for like f- what forty two minutes an hour, or, you know, forty two minutes of an hour, uh, and sit around, and it's probably the worst part of her day is to have to be on stage with uh, Megan. Joy Behar, I barely knew her. The the most the best part to me about Megan at this point is just like the most dumb vile shit that comes out of her mouth isn't even consistent so now it's like both sides of all coins hate her right like the hardcore republicans are like you you were mean to trump yeah so you're like fuck her and then like the more like soft core republicans are like you're a little bit of like a psycho and we don't really want to be associated with you so they don't really like her democrats definitely don't like her <laughs> And then just like people who don't like annoying people don't like her because yeah. she never shuts the fuck up. People who about don't like annoying people. Yeah. People mm-hmm. who don't like annoying people yeah. don't uh, don't like her. That sounds like. Hey, it. some people like annoying people. I That's mean, true. Obviously, Christian has a high tolerance. He's done how many shows with us? It's true. <laughs> no, come on. <laughs> well, no, and uh, I don't know. I mean, to to Will's point, it's uh, it's gotten easier to do a lot more interviews, you know, for shows. And the fact that like people, you know, I keep getting, you know, the one I, I I remember I talked to you guys like I think right before I did it. It was like the one that really surprised me was it was like why is Don McLean talking to me? Like that's true. You know, like <laughs> there's got to be somebody better he could be spending that hour with. Never. But then he told me that I asked really good questions, so I'm like, all right, I feel like he didn't waste his time. He didn't send me a nice. Uh, handwritten note but uh, did he send you a pie uh he did not fuck no yeah no it's a a little bit unfortunate but uh you know and uh yeah so i try to i try to mix it up i don't want people to forget about you guys uh because uh you know what what is this show without you guys and the answer is just me talking to musicians almost uh almost 100 of the time you know it's basically what the show is you talk to bon scott christian mison 
Uh, that's not so Bones Bones Scott's that? dead. He's that's, dead. Who was the other that, guy? That's Who's the, alive, the living guy? The, the living guy is uh, Axl Rose. Thank no, you. Uh, <laughs> so Brian Johnson. Brian Johnson. Yeah. yeah. No, he was what great. Was, what was the? Was it Emil Hirsch in uh, Almost Famous? What was the name of the kid? Not Emil Hirsch. No, it wasn't Emil Hirsch. He looked. I don't know what his name. I don't remember. The, the actor who's the the main character. The, yeah, the, the journalist kid. Yeah, I mean, based, oh, oh yeah, yeah. That, well, You're it's Cameron Crowe. Yeah. Future. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, it's it's Cameron Crowe's like like a it, it's not it, it, entirely his true life story, but it's basically inspired by him being a teenager and writing for, I think, Cream and Rolling Stone. Uh, but yeah, and uh, that movie is uh, 21 years old. So uh, buy it a drink the next time you see it. Ah, <laughs> uh, we laughed. Uh, anyway, we'll, I'm a golden god. Yeah, well, that's true. We know that about you. Well, we will. Uh, we will talk again soon. There's, uh, you know, now that, uh, that now that stuff's happening again, it's uh, it's not as sad to talk about. Uh, you know, I mean, if when we did do this show together, you know, like late last summer and early in the fall, I was like, well, I. I went to I went to CVS and uh, I didn't I didn't scrub everything with Lysol wipes when I brought it home. What the fuck is wrong with you? Do you want to die? <laughs> I mean, it wasn't quite what our show was, but uh, it's kind of what the world felt like. It was <laughs> a little a little high strung at that point. But uh, excited for the summer, and uh, we will be with all of you here at the podcast. And will if people want to keep in touch with you and have you come over to their house and record their podcast with them, how do they do that? You can find me on social media at Will Sterling underscore. Jeff DeRay, uh, the last time we spoke, when you were on the Blackcast, it was the episode with Zach Amico. I know you did do a little tweeting afterwards, and I think you got into a fight with DeRay Jeff. Is that about right? I, yeah, I did a tweet from each account, just like yeah. you asked me to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, Duray Jeff did not have kind things to say. That's uh, that's the way I remember it. Well, I thought that the, the two accounts were supposed to like reflect the voices in my head. Is that not? You're not supposed to put that out. There? No, I think that's about right. That's about right. And uh, of yeah, course, you can yeah. find me at Christian DMZ Twitter and Instagram at Coltrane Leaks. Uh, you know, he doesn't have it. He Bring let the it, bots he, back he, around. He let it go. Oh. It does, it does, yeah, it's he does not have Coltrane Leaks. Taken over by a guy who does golden shower films. Coltrane Leaks. Coltrane Leaks. Well, I think okay. it might actually still just be him. I don't know. I can't tell the difference. <laughs> uh, but, uh, and of course, subscribe to uh, the Black Cast YouTube channel so that instead of, if you're just listening to the superior audio quality that Will engineered for this, uh, would you rather hear it sound not so good but get to see us? Well, then you can uh, see that on YouTube. And again, uh, Marvel Movie Talk tomorrow, Friday, the 28th of May. Uh, we'll be talking to Modoc executive producer and showrunner jordan blum so uh it's gonna be a lot of comics talk and then uh that show will move to wednesdays so that we can talk about loki uh in june but that is all the time we have for now and way more time than we have for now this is like oh it's so close it's like why didn't i carve this up into two episodes because i'm i'm lazy it's probably the main reason why right but uh in any case that's all the time we have for now but we will see you Next time on the Black Cast. Bye,
Oh, would you look at that? There's a new episode of the Blackcast on my phone, ready to play right now. Listening to Blackcast. I don't want to watch what's on the TV. iTunes app put on the BC. Podcast on, no talking to me. Listening to Blackcast. Keep up on comics and movies. New phone ring, I answer hoodies. I can't talk, call back if you please. Listening to Blackcast. You don't know what you are missing. Damn fine show hosted by Christian. He's just dope, no ass, I'm kissing. Listening to Blackcast. Click subscribe on this podcast. You won't be the first, but don't you be last. Listen while you pumping your gas. Listening to Blackcast. On this episode, it's Jean Grey. Talking about the things that she say. So distracted, didn't feed Bay. Listening to Blackcast. Met this girl, she smiled in my face Black cast insulated my place Had one beer, she brought a whole case Listening to Black Cast Cops knock on the door and listen Black cast on, they think I'm Christian Cops ran off, now I ain't trippin' Listening to Black Cast My point is, listen to this show Don't need me to tell you it's dope Rock so hard like Johnny Litho Listening to Black Cast Oh yeah, that's the Black Cast, it's on the Ghost Twin TV or whatever. Oh, it's not. Oh, it's on AfterBuzz TV, that's right. That's that guy Christian, you rock! Alright, several Texas had to go take care of some business. But I'm here to say, have a nice day. And listen to the damn show.